Hello, beautiful people. It is Feel Good Friday, February 11th, 2022. Just days away from the Super Bowl at Radio Row. We are here. Yeah, yeah. Can't thank you enough for watching here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. We are live on the FanDuel Sportsbook stage at Radio Row in Los Angeles. The anticipation is continuing to build because Super Bowl 56 is just days away. The spread is currently sitting at four. We will make our official picks today. We will go through all the awards from last night. We will have special guests in today's Feel Good Friday. Friday should be nothing short of electrifying. Speaking of electrifying, big shout out to everybody in California that made their way to the radio row last night for our spectacular special surprise after hour session in which Wiz Khalifa performed (laughs) three songs right here. Bets were made, picks were made, and fun was had. We appreciate you all so much. Shout out to Wiz Khalifa. Shout out, Wiz. Thank you, Wiz. Uh, I got a chance to remix, you know, a couple of Wiz yeah, Khalifa songs. What? A couple features back there. What? Are we going to win a Grammy? What? What about an Emmy? What? Oscar? What? Tony? What? EGOT? What? Is that, is what? that my future? I don't know. You <laughs> tell me. Like it. it was amazing. Uh, that one was mostly for us, but we hope everybody else enjoyed the hell out of it. And congrats to all the boys in the back. Zito, yes. Foxy, Nick. DJ Bonix and everybody else uh-huh. they had that made that thing sound absolutely crisp. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Well done, boys. Fuck yeah. If you have not gotten a chance to watch it, go to our YouTube. We have that thing clipped. He put on an actual concert here, yeah. and there was actual yeah. fans here. Yeah. And what we learned about the fan situation is they were originally supposed to be here all week. Then it was changed from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Thursday, Friday. I'm. This would be very self-indulging and egotistical of me to say this. I honestly believe there's a chance that they got rid of the time for when the fans could come because of how much we were promoting our fans to come. And then once they saw what happened last night when we promoted our fans to come in an open time for fans when they didn't think many shows were going to be scheduled and said, boom, we are scheduling a surprise show. They were trying to get them out of here, obviously. Everybody's very safe. But we had this place going. Oh, yeah. They shut down the fan experience a couple hours early to try to get everybody out of here. Our people are the best. You all are amazing. Thank Thank you, people. Thank you. People. Thank you all so, so much. The boys are here at official AJ Hawk rocking his fake Tim sitting there. Hey, well, a lot of people are wondering why wouldn't why wouldn't you just put your fucking hands up? I did. Yeah, well, I did. Time. There's video proof uh, that I actually have my hands up. I was trying to get Ty to get his hands up the just whole time. Beat the hell out of he's bringing no, he's just bringing beat the hell no out of juice. That's just not true. Yeah, well, yeah. So you just grab your thing. Man, in your don't, first even, don't even start. With well, that. I'm just telling I mean, you, Nick and AJ. <laughs> this thing the, doesn't reach my. It's not my face and head oh. are too big to, for this thing to get all the way to my mouth. Well, oh. you sound fantastic. Thank and, you. and it was never a wonder. See, there's your hands up. For Look a at second. me doing One it. Time. Look at that big bend. Yeah, but I think you're doing like Wolfpack too soon. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, you were trying to. Is what, the thumb out? Is, or is that what the claw? Is that? Can't touch well, the look, thumb. Actually. I'm looking at my right hand because I wasn't exactly sure what the thing even is. <laughs> what you guys do with Big Ben? But I was, you I was, do I was trying. You don't know. That's bullshit. It's an honest mistake, but I was trying hard. Well, anyways, it, you 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 appear to be very uncomfortable. A lot of people said that. I want to let you know you crushed it. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Tone Thank Diggs, you. Pittsburgh guy, Wiz Khalifa's here. We started oh, in the basement. Oh, oh, now oh, we're oh. here. How you doing? Keep it moving. That was awesome. I got a lot, probably more texts than I've ever got after that show from people from Pittsburgh saying, like, that was the coolest fucking thing of all time. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh is just one city, obviously, in this massive country of ours. Uh, so I do apologize. <laughs> World, I guess. But a lot of people, that was a home run in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some things, the internet seemed to enjoy it as well. There was yeah. a lot of, like, this is uh, absurd. Now, as the media people will break down what happened there, and they're, uh, 
I felt bad for the other show. I mean, there was a couple moments during that whole thing last night where I was like, man, there was only like 10 shows happening yeah. at the time, mm -hmm. but they had to hear numerous AJ Hawk chants. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had to hear numerous fuck yeah oh, chants yeah. in yeah. the background, like all that <laughs> things. So I did feel bad, and we we're going through it all, but I mean, all in all, I feel like we turned this motherfucker up last uh -huh. night. Absolutely. I really did. And a lot of people said that, but the way the media is going to potentially talk about it is uh, we had a rapper on here. Yep. Yep. Uh, we talked about his weed that he's selling. Uh -huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then he did a song in which everybody was screaming, fuck yeah. Uh -huh. Right. Uh, being uh, young, wild, and free. They're drunk. We're high. So, so what? Yeah. And we are at Radio <laughs> Row. So we will have to remember that there's probably going to be a little bit of fallout from this entire thing. At Ty Schmidt, your thoughts on all of it? Well, see, I think the people that were in the bullpen, I bet that broke up the monotony of the day. Like, you know, yeah. you're coming in and doing that late night show. It's like, oh, fuck, okay, no one's in here. Well, Gabe Morenci's here. Yeah, well, Morenci's here, and usually he's, you know, yelling and bellowing out throughout the convention center. But you come in here, and it's like, holy shit, Wiz Khalifa's on the fucking stage over there giving a concert. Like, yeah. I think those – I think they're – who knows about whoever's above those people, but I think everyone in here last night yeah. is fucking jacked up. Well, I'm assuming that that's not accurate, and there's going to be people that are going to be pissed off, but I'm excited about what we did here, and we've accomplished a lot this week. Yeah. Yeah. Boston Connor, speaking of accomplishments, brand new jacket. Brand new jacket. Got home, went right to the store. Got, said, <laughs> actually, you know, take that shit off the mannequin right now. I want that one now. I was going to get the same one, couldn't do it, because that 101 is for Adrian Peterson. For those that weren't here yesterday, yes, Adrian Peterson ended up with uh, Boston Connor's jacket after Boston Connor was only able to wear it for like 35 minutes. <laughs> Bought the thing, loved the thing, had it for 35 minutes, and here and Adrian Peterson said, that's nice. And then Adrian Peterson was like, I'm going to have that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you gifted it to him, and then he gifted it to an assistant just moments later. But the fact that you got back in the fight and got your own jacket, we that's kind of been this entire week. True underdog stories. Yeah. I mean, you had to do it. Speaking of true underdog stories, the uh, Twitter, uh, you know, whatever they break it down for Coach Sirianni last night yeah. was hilarious. One of the best things of all time. We had like four, oh. we had four things trending like in the top ten or yeah. top five at one point. I mean, it was getting bananas and Twitter had to figure out why Coach Sirianni in LA was trending. <laughs> and they said, fans are loving <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni's comments <laughs> during Thursday's episode of YouTube series, The Pat McAfee Show. I'm sure they did love Coach Sirianni's comments, but I don't know if Coach Sirianni necessarily <laughs> loved those comments. Imagine him getting on the internet going, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> They've gone too far. <laughs> now Twitter thinks it's actually him. That's a great impression, Ty. That's Thank a, you. That's Thank a really you. good impression. Yeah, that, uh, like you said, I, I'm sure he's not incredibly pleased seeing that. But And I don't know if people were actually loving the comments. I mean, I didn't really look into it, but that was wild. Yeah, I mean, we knew exactly what we were doing for that show, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, we as did. we went live. For yep. weeks. As we knew, at 4 o'clock when we went live, we knew exactly the giveaways we were doing, the hashtags we were going to uh -huh. use, yep. the amount of money that was going to be given away, and <laughs> that's really what makes the show so... Yes. What are you giggling about? Do you think it's an algorithm or a human that does that for human. Twitter for him? Humans take really? that up. Yeah. yeah, for all the trending topics because oh, wow. you can kind of see how they feel sometimes in their descriptions and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, so that person, Ty really fooled that person then? Yeah, well, that person read a bunch of people's tweets and then went and watched the clip and then was just naturally that's assumed. That's yeah, the ultimate oh, compliment. Is. Like, that's the ultimate compliment. Oh, it's Jake, uh, Jake Olson. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Snapper. Oh, yep. USC. Had a baby Jake. Had a baby Jake. Had a baby Jake. Had a baby Jake. We're going to get Lou Holtz trending probably after today or tomorrow. Nope. No, 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 nope. No, Let's go to some news. Let's go to some news. Uh, <laughs> last night was the NFL Honors yeah. right here in beautiful Los Angeles. Now, beautiful is an interesting thing because the weather, the people, and the atmosphere might be, but the city itself seems to be a little bit beat down. Yeah. yeah, yeah seems yeah. to be a little bit of poop. 
poop, but they'll come back, obviously. There's enough time in the day to fix this entire situation. Hopefully somebody will end up doing it. It doesn't appear as if a lot of people do a lot of work, but I think it'll get figured out of here, but in the beautiful city of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, of course. Gorgeous. NFL Honors happened last night. Mm -hmm. And NFL Honors is an award show for the NFL in which people who really matter vote on things to make awards that will ultimately add a baby Ron. Hey, Hey, we are commanders. You guys can have it. You guys can have it. You guys can have it. Have a good one, coach. Love you, coach. Go commanders. Go commies. I said it quietly, couldn't hear me. Nope. That's a little cowardly of me. He's heard it. He knows that. Yeah. Can't be screaming that across radio. Well, I could. Anyways, people were giving out awards last night uh-huh. in, for for the NFL, and these awards go on to kind of paint the legacy of a human, mm-hmm. paint the legacy of a player. What, when did they play? How did they play? The rookie stuff? Did they come in? They were great. Were they nationally respected? With that whole, how many MVPs? Offensive Player of the Year, Walter Payton Man of the Year. All these awards that are given by people that are in the media world will inevitably be what they are judged upon by the media world later. So you start like kind of diving into that. There's obviously some conflicting and hypocrisy in all awards, but the fact that this happens every single year, we must treat it as if it is something vastly important because it'll be treated as if it's something that is vastly important. Mm-hmm. So I hate to give that entire speech about awards being bullshit mm-hmm. because awards aren't bullshit whenever they inevitably decide what somebody's future is in their legacy and legend and everything like that. Right, AJ? Absolutely. I think you hit it exactly right because 20 years from now we're going to hey, who got yeah. the MVP in 2022 oh back to back champ Aaron Rodgers see but now mm. we live in a world where I would hope and who knows what it's going to be like in 20 years we're probably playing ready player one we're on treadmills and yeah. stuff in our house oh, in yeah. the metaverse ah. but I don't think there's ever a follow up until modern day that says well who's picking those awards like whose idea or whose brain is it that those people are those that'll happen I think that'll continue. You know who's saying that now, though? Those people that don't win the awards. Yeah, that's when I started hating awards. You know, yeah. whenever I started mm-hmm. losing a lot of awards. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't care. I don't care what that guy thinks, actually. <laughs> Somebody go ask my teammates. Somebody yeah. ask my coach mm-hmm. what they think. And then that's a callus of a loser, you know, that I've had in award <laughs> situations. But these awards do matter because they will be used to paint the history of these players. So let's go through them. Assistant Coach of the Year. He took a defense from 32 to 18. He became a Florida version of himself in Texas. Oh, yeah. After a stint in Atlanta in which he found a lot of misery at the end of that thing, he has fully revitalized his career. Congrats to Dan Quinn. Um, Then, obviously, the coach of the year, a man who's Ohio through and through. A guy who will fist fight every one of his players, and then he will spit Copenhagen out of his mouth and smoke a cig at the same damn time. A man who's debunked the theory of what a coach has to be or should be. A guy who does things his way and got his team to the number one seed in their conference with a hundred different players playing for their team weekly. Uh, Congrats to Ohio State legend and icon, Super Bowl champion, uh, linebacker, tight end, head coach, Mike Frabel. That yeah, baby, baby coach. Mike. Hey. Oh boy. That a baby frames. He looks good. All you know? cleaned up. Wow. Look him on the sideline. Look him in his suit. Did he give a speech? I don't think we got a chance to watch the beginning part of this. Did Frabel speak and what did was he, he say? Was he there? He I looks think like he was. I didn't see it. I, I thought he was. I saw a picture on the internet that I believe he was there. Frabel would love that. Do you right? think he cares about the award? Excuse me. That's what I want to ask you. Frabel would love everything about last night, right? <laughs> he would give a great speech if he did. I'm sorry if I missed it, but man, I don't know. 
Do you think he, he's worried about it? You think he's like, oh, yes. Hold he's on. calling his wife. Hey, Jen girl, I did it. I did it. I made it. <laughs> okay, so that's his wife? Yeah. Okay, Jen girl, he did it. Okay, so like the- inti- I don't know if he calls her Jen girl, but yeah, her name's Jen. Jen. That's Jen. very Ohio thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jen girl. Jen girl. Jen girl. I need 20, uh, give me 20 packs. Uh, smokes reds today. Let's go, Jen girl. Let's have a good time. I want to coach you here. It felt like you were almost ready to judge Vrabes if he did take it too seriously. No, 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 I'm Yeah, not. it sounded like yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. But you were. That's not a Vrabes thing to really care about this. Did he actually care about this? Think about Vrabes. If you know Vrabes, he has three Super Bowl rings as a yep. player. Yeah. No, None as a coach. He told Taylor Lewan and the boy, Will, Will Compton. Compton, that he would cut his meat off for a ring mm-hmm. as a coach. Yep. So do you think him getting coached there and getting knocked out of the playoffs as the number one seed? I'm just guessing he's not super happy. But, yes, I'm sure he is proud of the work he has done to get that award. It's a nice piece of metal. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, trophy. I think, he, I think he deserves it, too. I think it's, it's awesome. It's better than going out there and losing it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Well, to be clear, <laughs> it's a big honor. It is. Huge honor. It's a very big honor. It'll be used probably in his next negotiation. Uh, yeah. He just signed a deal right before that, actually. You see that? He and the GM uh, got an extension. Yeah, they did. Oh, did they? Congrats. Uh, he got uh, paid five and award. Four or five days ago. Oh, so they, they knew he was potentially going to win Coach of the Year, which automatically ups the price a bit. So they're like, let's get this thing knocked out right mm-hmm. now because we're actually deciding who wins Coach of the Year, and that ups your value. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and have this thing locked in for four years. Uh, congrats to Vrabes. Uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year, Andrew Whitworth. What a speech. Yeah. Baby Whit. Hey, a lot, of, a lot of tears in eyes over there. A lot yeah. of tears and eyes Very over nice. there. Good speech about working at the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. in the city. Hey, big win. I made it and all that. The community is the most important part of, you know, a large part of what happens off the field for individual NFL teams. Every Tuesday, Andrew Whitworth was talking about it. Anybody that's been in the NFL knows. Tuesdays used to be the day off. Now with modern sports science, some people have Monday off, then Tuesdays a walkthrough. Whatever the case, it used to be Tuesdays are the day off. Tuesdays is always community Tuesdays, though. If you're around, if you're young, you're out and about rocking Colts gear, getting introduced to new different foundations or philanthropy efforts that you could potentially help out. I remember I was at hospitals, I was at militaries, we're building houses, painting roads, big brothers. Big, I mean, there has just been a lot of those things. And the fact that one of those encounters led to potentially a guy making it to the NFL and having hope, and then the speech really hit a home run. I mean, congrats to Whitworth. And also, him inviting Jay Glazer to Cabo mm. after Jay Glazer broke up a Rosie Tennyson, yeah, had man. his heart broken, is the reason why McVay stayed around. Matthew Stafford got there the next day. So Andrew Whitworth created the Super Bowl and an incredible moment that will be remembered forever. Last yep. Year. Maybe Whit. Big year. Big year for Whit. Huge. His first lineman to play a game over 40. I think that's what AJ's alluding to, right? Just, no, everything. How Jay told us how this Super Bowl came to be started with wit, right? Can you rewind? Because I tried to explain it, but I don't think people understand if they didn't hear that conversation no. yesterday. Jay Glazer stopped by the set yesterday to push his book, uh, Unbreakable. Mm-hmm, that's right. right. Unbreakable. We did a little, uh, hey, uh, yep. you know, grapple. Little grapple mm-hmm. but what's that called, AJ? That thing that I, I don't know. You, it wasn't really hand fighting. It's I don't know what they call that. Well, that's because you're not a mixed martial artist. But no, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're correct. And what did he basically <laughs> say happened? Because I tried to explain it quickly. So, there. The Tennyson sisters. Rosie. Rosie. More bro- specific. Broke up. Gro- more specifically. <laughs> right? right? Rosie Tennyson, I believe. You are? What's that? Goom. No. What? Goom. Quiet. So they sat there. I'm joking. Keep going, Goom. But the thing is, Rosie, hear, bro- Rosie broke up with him, so he was feeling low. Oh, baby, Sean McVay is in Cabo. Wits in Cabo. Stafford's in Cabo. Some of them invite Jake down. Jay brings everybody together. Drew Brees did a cannonball, and now we're at the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I'm thankful for Whitworth winning that and being a good person. Um, 
Comeback player of the year, Joey Burrow. Yeah, baby. Nice. Didn't even take his award. Nah. Just nope. leave that shit here. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. <laughs> Offensive rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Uh, Defensive player of the year, TJ Watt. What? Offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup. What? And back-to-back MVPs, Aaron Rodgers being graced on this day. How are you, bro? Good, Great to see you, man. Thank you for coming. A man who is, you know. Won the MVP before, been a Super Bowl MVP, um, all-time leading rusher, all-time leading rush touchdowns, and he has a tequila right now uh, called. This is, this is all-time as well. What is it? Oh, yeah, this is all-time as well. This is head of door Oche and Yeho, baby. Oh, what is it? Cristalino. Oh, uh, head of. Head of door. Head of door. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> just drink it. Just drink it. I like it. We have uh, some of that at the house. Uh, yeah, I believe we actually do because it tastes we, so fantastic. We is in my family <laughs> at my house, and we're sharing an Airbnb. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all at that house. Yes, yeah, that yes. house. Hey, pretty good house, by the way, man. Yeah. I mean, I think you would appreciate what's going man, on. Man, I need a cup. Uh, I know. We need a cup. Need we got to raise like five cups or something. So we can do some tequila. What? Yeah, they're getting cups right now. Yeah. Just it's going to be a coffee cup. Uh, so what's going on? Is that your tequila? You are? Man, you know, it's not my tequila, but it's, it's, it's brown forming. They produces it. I represent the this brand, Hedadora itself. Uh, I wish it was my tequila. Yeah. I've been yeah. trying to work it so I can get make it become my tequila. I'm <laughs> the only one that's pushing this kind of thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Been working with these guys for about 12 years now, and, and uh, it's been a great partnership so far. Okay, so let's talk about Super Bowl week. Obviously, you're three-time, three-time, three-time Super Bowl champion. And, and, and that was back, you know, when the Cowboys, you know, were. Yeah, that's when the Cowboys was Cowboys. Oh! Right. Bingo. Okay, let's Comment. get into it, though, because off the backs of the teams that you played upon right. and others down there in Dallas is why the America's team even happened. Obviously, Jerry Jones' big brain in marketing uh, feeds into that, but you're talking primetime games every single week still to this right. day because of all the success you guys had. Is it heartbreaking to watch it kind of have 12 wins is a lot of wins. Yeah. Every This yeah. is much better than years past, yeah. but is it heartbreaking to kind of see another year go by here yes. without? Yeah. Yes, and yes, and yes, because I think the experience expectation is so much great was so much greater for this team because the way this team started the season off against Tampa Bay everybody was so excited and then they went on a run from that point on and then all of a sudden Dak get hurt and when he comes back things are different yeah I hate I hate bye weeks because once you're in a rhythm and, and you're in a groove you 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 want to maintain that sometimes and sometimes a bye week may throw you off a little bit but yeah. this team here was it also shows signs of brilliance, but it showed who they really were by the inconsistency that they exuded throughout the whole entire what season. What is that from, top down? What is it? You think it's a it's locker a com- room thing? To, to me, it's a combination of both. It's a combination from top down because you saw some of the inconsistency also in the coaching staff oh, and, yeah. and the play selections yeah. and everything else. The, the, the decisions, the timeouts, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. you got to eliminate those little things. It's, it's like a bunch of little foxes spoiling the vineyard. You know oh. what I'm saying? Ooh, that's what it's like. Those little things can hurt you. They just add up, don't they? they, they over time, up. right? Over time, they add up big time. So when you get into the playoff and you still haven't corrected those things, they have a way of rearing their heads. Yeah, they, it doesn't show up till it shows up, right? It shows up. Like, Joe Evazano used to say this is our special team coach. It catches up to you when it catches up to you. Yeah. yeah. And it caught up to our Cowboys once we got into the playoff, and everything happened in that playoff game that was that was displayed throughout the whole entire season. And so – Are you kind of happy it didn't happen in the Super Bowl? Oh, no, without a doubt. That would have been worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been worse. Yeah. That would have been worse. But they would have never got to the Super Bowl, though, not playing that way. 
Yeah. Because you cannot play that way in games as big as those games would have become yeah. and make it there. You just couldn't do it. Yeah, I think Dak gets deboed by a ref. That's kind of our last play of the entire thing. And <laughs> Debo, right. Debo. Yeah, he, he did. Like, like Debo Sanders was doing us in, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty big. Yeah, he had a pretty good night down there. But the, the entire thought of the Dallas Cowboys is that on paper, they're always great. They just need to make a run. And the reason is because of your teams. So whenever you look at the teams that are making it to the Super Bowl, here and obviously Patrick Mahomes and them are going to be a dynasty forever is what everybody said and then now Joey Burrow people are, Seth Rollins was sitting here the other day and other people have this idea that uh, well we don't, I don't think Joey Burrow is going to win it this year he'll win more down the road like that is not a normal thing like what you guys did was not normal what the New England Patriots did is not normal right. I think it's kind of debunked people's expectations on what reality is because people think you're just going to be able to go and win why do you think your team was able to have such success in the in the uh, like the time period that they did great question and if you look at our teams, look at how focused, how committed, the little mistakes we made, and the big plays that we made when we needed them, and most importantly, the consistency that we shown in those three out of four years. The only time we lost focus, in my opinion, was when we, when Barry Swiss's first year came in. The White House? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> but the only time, but we lost, we lost focus that year because of distractions and other things. That was the same yeah. year that you can talk about the White House if you want to. You can, it's the same year that, <laughs> that 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 Jimmy quit. Barry comes in. It's the same year Eric Williams get into a car accident. It's the same oh. year I believe a lot of different things happened, and we lost focus. But that loss in, in the NFC Championship game forced us to think about it and re, reset. Woke you up a little bit? Yeah, it was a wake-up call because we had just won back-to-back. <laughs> and so this would have been three in a row. So the focus was, was not quite there because of the distractions. And I don't know if it was because Jimmy was gone, it was new atmosphere, new this, new things, and or just being complacent that we won back-to-back. Back. Back. Yeah. And yeah. so we probably needed a break. Yeah. A mental break. And that loss get, <laughs> that loss was hard. Yeah. But it got us back focused. And we said to ourselves, right after that loss, people were saying on a plane ride back from San Francisco, this will not happen next year. This will not happen next year. That's what people were saying that on quick, the plane. That quick it was that already quick, happening? That quick wow. was already permeating throughout the whole entire team. Now, our team had changed. We did not have the same kind of quality players that year when we played against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. It wasn't quite the same. Yeah. But the focus was there. The yeah. commitment was there. The dedication was there from everybody. Go ahead, AJ. Uh, what was it like when Barry Switzer comes in? Like, your team, obviously, superstars all over the place, ton of success. When he came in, like, how does he – what's his first meeting like? How does he kind of take control of the team or at least make his presence felt? I don't think he ever really took control of the team. I think he yeah. came in. Is this a player-led a player <laughs> team? Yeah, it, yeah, it was somewhat of a player-led team because that's Barry's style. Mm-hmm. Barry's style is not to babysit you or, or try to keep you or teach you how to become a professional. Barry was like, hell, y'all just won two Super Bowls. What can I do not to mess this thing up? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, nice. and, Did and you so, like that? I mean, for me, you had to be a very mature player to yeah. play under that type of system. Now, you got to think about it from this perspective. Coming from Jimmy Johnson, who was a hard-nosed coach, mm-hmm. who made sure everybody stayed between the lines. If you got outside the lines, you better be Troy or you better be Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know or, what I'm saying? Or Emmett. Yeah, or, or Emmett. Emmett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you won that, yeah. you was – 
pretty much on a chopping block. Hey, be who you so can afford to be. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. you know, if you got to, if guys got to stay in between the lines, they're gonna stay in between the lines. With Barry, the lines was blurred. <laughs> yeah, you could be at a club and kicking with Barry at the same time. Really? Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it was, he but, was at the White House. This is pre-social media. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, Damn. Oh, no. There you go. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey good on Barry. Hey. But Barry was was a great <laughs> coach in the context of allowing players to be men. We were grown men. Yeah. So we had to have self-discipline. And I think when we recognized that, that Jimmy was not coming back. But Jimmy has gave it, given us the foundation that we needed. Yeah, you needed Jimmy when you had him, right? Yeah, right. we needed Jimmy when we, when we had him. But he has left us with the foundation of working hard, being focused, having self-discipline, being driven, and wanting to be successful. And that's when the leadership really came into play. Hey, if you um, Detroit, if that makes sense, what was Troy like? What was Troy like? Troy awesome. as a leader, awesome. awesome, love him, awesome. He was so focused, man. I don't know if Troy Aikman had a good time playing football, or if he's. Ha- I think he's having a better time right now, calling the game, looking at the game from a different perspective than he did when he was actually playing. Because stress, you can call it stress. There's a lot. There was a lot of weight yeah. that he had to carry. Yeah. Think about this. He's coming behind the legendary Starbuck. And then he's the number one draft pick. He's the guy that's supposed to turn the organization around. That's a lot of pressure from Cowboy Nation. Yeah, and Jerry's promoting. I mean, Jerry is doing everything Jerry's doing as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of pressure on on, on someone to revive an entire city (laughs) and and revive an entire nation because in the 80s we were sucking as the Dallas Cowboys. So – Michael, Troy, myself, all of us, and Jimmy made things a little bit different. That's awesome. Ooh. Go ahead, Ty. Oh, get oh I crack it up. Some of this out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Emmett, when you retired, could you kind of see the way the NFL was going? Like, did you look at your records and think, like, oh, there's a good chance that none of these are ever going to be broken? Or do you look at guys now and say, like, oh, you know, if this guy, he, he's got a shot? Or did you kind of know when you hung him up, like, oh, these records that I have are going to stand forever? No, I mean – I'm, I'm going to let you choose your own poison, pour your own poison. Um, Respect. When it comes down to records, Respect, I learned a long time ago, records are made to be broken. If a human did it before, a human can do it again. The question is not can he do it again. It's the question is when it will be done again. Uh, and who is that person going to be? And so for me, uh, knowing that in my mind, um, I don't think about it from that perspective because I know it can happen and it's a possibility it will happen. I just don't know if I'm going to be around to see it uh, because 18,355 is a long way. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. See, y'all haven't even added up 18,355 yet. Add it up. Add the numbers up. What did you come up with? Come on, Ty. 18, 000, what was it, 18,355? Yeah, what does it add up to? 21. No, you, your, math is, your math is off. Yeah, it's 22. Right, 22. Yeah, it is exactly. 22. Exactly. So that, that number was that. that that record was for me. Mm. It was for me. <laughs> it was like Did I not tell y'all that y'all in the Super Bowl 22? Everything is 222, 22. This, this is the year of the deuces, baby. <laughs> You're right. Hey, I was picked 222. Can't wait to do a shot with you here, man. Let's All right. This. What Cheers. is this again? What is the name of the tequila? Hedadura. Hedadura. Yeah. This is Ultra Añejo, by the way. Cristalino. Oh, yeah. hey, man, we appreciate Cheers. you, man. Yep. Also, yeah. 222-22 this year. Oh, 222-22 this year yeah. is National Tequila Day. 
Oh, did you get that? Did you do that? No, I didn't do, do that. Everything's everything coming that. together. It, it comes together. It's awesome. Hey, we it, appreciate you so much for joining us. No, uh, thank you guys. You are the absolute best. Thank you for the tequila. By the way, drink responsibly. Now I'm leaving you with this bottle. Oh, smart, wow. smart play. Now, I don't want y'all to get over here. Couple guys. <laughs> hey, I think we're gonna see you tomorrow too, right? I think you're coming through the uh, FanDuel Superstar yeah, Showdown. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Let's go. Oh, Can't wait go. To watch. Let's you go, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be competing against people. Yeah, absolutely. No, no worries. No, I'm not gonna compete. I'm gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you compete, ladies and gentlemen, Emmett Smith. Oh, yeah. Running back for the New York Giants, number two overall pick in 2018. A man who is electrifying with the rock in his hands. He's fast. He's quick. He's agile. He's on a team in the middle of another turnover. So what will his career be? I can't wait and see. Out of Penn State, a member of the cult up there in Happy Valley, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, boy, Saquon. Here we go. Hey, hey no problem. What is it here? What? This is uh, X2 Endurance. Uh, Saquon is actually an investor in said company. Okay. So we are now drinking some of Saquon's product right now, which I like the fact that you take ownership. Hey, Saquon, thanks for coming, man. Good to see you. Hey, I'm, I'm a big fan of the show, by the way. No, no, you shouldn't be. The show stinks. But we, we do appreciate you uh, saying that and coming on. I'm a fan of the fact that you are an investor in this hands-on business. And this is smart stuff, Saquon. Yeah. I How'd mean, you get in? I mean, it's something. It's it's the only healthy energy drink out there, right. and you know, as an athlete, you know that that's that's something that is a necessity. And I'm partnered with Levante David, uh, Kendall Two from Peloton, Kawhi Leonard. Um, Kendall Two from Peloton. He's yeah. on the bike giving the classes, or he's no, she, she, yeah, she, she's on the bike yeah, giving classes. Yeah, she's a fitness instructor. Great instructor. Um, instructor. She um, kicked the shit out of you guys. Oh, <laughs> hey, stand yeah. up now. Yeah, yeah right. she does that all. I'm oh, yeah. in the Peloton cult, but I do know it is a big one, and people are getting in very good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she kicks the shit out of Ty and many others. Yeah. Okay, yep. sweet. But yeah, it's like I said, it's, it's it's the only healthy energy drink out there right now. Um, you can get it at any convenience store, Subway. Uh, CVS, Amazon, and on GoPuff now, you can get that and, and uh, get X2 to you within less than 30 minutes. So. Hey, congratulations on business moves. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Have you always been an energy drink guy? Uh, I mean, so that's how I kind of got into it. You know, I don't, this is like the no jitters, no, you know, the tingling feeling. I don't, I don't like that. Oh, you don't? Like I don't that. like that. Oh, okay. So like when I was younger, you know, you would, you would try those stuff out. But it just wouldn't it wouldn't really work. It wouldn't really work for me. And this is healthy, it's clean, especially where the world's going to and especially where I'm trying to get to in my career. Um, and you know, the longevity of my career, just putting healthier things in my body that I know I can trust and I know it's gonna get the job done. Have you always been uh, super careful with your diet and workout? Because you are like a uh, specimen. I mean you probably have like uh, I don't know what, like six, seventh largest quads in the history of the NFL. <laughs> you got me up there. Yeah, I've, I've, I've yeah. seen I've I've heard about your quads. No, 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 they used to be okay. No, but you are a absolute freak everybody in the nfl but you are a freak show athlete have you always been super focused on your fitness and your diet um, or is that gonna only grow okay uh no it got, put I those mean, back up there it, it got hey. a hey. you turn it your feet out a little bit so you can get the inside yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Smart. smart get a little hamstring shot in there too it wasn't it wasn't always like that uh you as you grow you get older um you realize you got to get better i mean when i was 18 19 20 years old i was putting bad stuff in my body um now you realize that the NFL, you know, I don't want to just do it for four or five years. I want to be in here to 12, 14, or when I want to walk out on my own. And the only way you can do that is by putting the right things in your body. So that's why I'm, I'm blessed and I'm happy that I'm, I'm partnering with. We're pumped for you. Uh, now, obviously, we've all seen it, okay? We've all watched what's going on in New York. 
Okay, you guys are doing push-ups and full pads. Coaches mm-hmm. are running sprints. <laughs> All right. Hey, people got hurt in bad positions. You guys have had a rough go. Seems like Joe Judge, probably a really cool guy, threw a banger, booze, and pizza party, you know, first entire. Dayball coming in there now, and you got an entire new operation. What are you looking forward to to change the path here of how your career has gone thus far? I think everybody watching the Giants goes like, man, it'd be awesome to see him on a fully ready-to-go team because of how talented you are, how electrifying you are. Out of nowhere, the mm. game can change with you. It's awesome. You and Jonathan Taylor, very similar style of running, two very different programs right now. Mm. Whenever you look ahead to the future, first what you've been through already in your early career, what are your thoughts and what are your projections? Well, I think you got to take from – you got to learn from what happened in the past. Uh, obviously, we're going into our third our third head coach, but with Shermer, uh, with Judge, um, obviously it was unfortunate that they got fired. But hey, that's not stuff. normal, by the way. You're very no. young. Yeah. That's not yeah. normal. Yeah. That's this is not a normal thing. So like you take you take what you you, you take from that. You learn. Um, they've done some. They did some great things that we're going to have to be able to carry over, uh, and we got to be able to keep the keep the core. You know, we got we got some talented players. We have very talented players. We got to find a way to stay healthy. Um, we got a whole new system, whole new coaching staff coming in. So it's new. The energy. Is going to be different uh, as players. We get a chance to prove ourselves again. Yeah, uh, that's something big. That's something that I'm looking forward to um, is to prove myself and show there's different things I can do in my game to help this team win. And it's it's I know it's been rough, but like the past couple, but we're not that far. And I truly, truly believe that we're not that far. We have the talent now. We bring in the right pieces, the right coaching staff. Um, obviously, we got to go in the draft, draft well, bring some some guys in free agency. Um, and what makes you think you're around. not that far? It's because listen, and I'm going to talk about this from my personal experience. I'm excited to hear yours. The year we won two and fourteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like seven, eight games, yeah. I think, that were one one-score games. Mm. And then when you watch the film back, there's like, hey, if this play doesn't happen and this play doesn't happen, which are just some random third down in like the third quarter that maybe pops the yeah, thing yeah, up yeah, or no, whatever, yeah. you see like all the mm. regrettable, like, hey, we should have won this game, we could have won this game. Yeah. If that's happening in your facility. I assume nobody's lost hope. There's no, still- see, that's the thing. We got the right players. I'm, I'm not just saying that because I'm one of the leaders. I'm just trying to talk good about my, 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 my teammates. We have the right players. We got guys that are willing to come in and work grind, do whatever it takes to yeah, win Yeah, you guys are doing push-ups and full pads and nobody <laughs> said, hey, fuck yeah. off. But you, but you know, exactly, you know yeah. how the NFL is. When you're when you're three or whatever, or two, whatever, there's some guys, some guys won't show up. Some guys won't do yes. this. Some of the meetings, no, everyone's locked in. Everyone's still trying to get better and no one quit. And I, I think, you know, it's adversity and it's been adversity for, for a couple years, especially in my career. But we just got to keep fighting, keep believing we have the talent. We just got to find a way to stay healthy. That's a big thing. Yeah, I don't awesome. think me... KG, Shep, KT, Slay, Evan, DJ. I don't think we all were on the field at one time this year, all together. Okay, and, okay. We, and, and then off of the line, Gatesy, we had, who was one of our captains, one of our leaders. We lost him. We got banged up up front. And all these things, you know, everyone can see that, but you can't really say because it sounds like excuses. But like like you said. Those are very real. <laughs> yeah, those are very real. <laughs> those so are very like, real. That's why, I, that's why I can confidently say it's like we're not that far. We're not that far. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to make any crazy uh, projections, yeah, projections yeah. like the Bengals. The Bengals a couple years ago, they were not a bad. Super, they, they were they, bad. Yes, they were not team. a Super Bowl team. And you just gotta get the right pieces. Have people that believe in. Have a coaching staff that is gonna put us in the right places, which I, I believe we do. Obviously, with, with the GM with uh, Joe Shane, um, he's he's doing amazing jobs so far with all the hires. You know, we're hiring the new DC, the the uh, bringing back T Mac, um, bringing back uh, bringing Kaffa, uh, Mike Kaffa. Uh We got a good. We, we got something going there, and I, I truly believe in it. And um, I'm just, I can't wait to get back there in April and work. Hey, you sold me, man. We got a Giants fan in the <laughs> yeah. uh, office, uh-huh. and he lives and dies. We know your fan mm-hmm. base is very passionate. And then living through the man in the arena dock with Eli and Strahan and everybody mm-hmm. going back to the glory days of the Giants, it's like what a program, what an organization that has lost its way for a bit. But, man, I think everybody, hearing what you just said, 
I mean, it makes me a little bit of a believer. Go ahead, AJ. Hey, you sold me for sure. With yeah. the new staff and the new GM coming in, have you like how much communication have you had with them? Like, what, <sighs> and what do you think? Like, your guys is, do you have any idea what your offense might look like? No, no idea. Uh, to be completely honest, and, and uh, you're we'll going to do a lot. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thirty-five carries. And what, what, coach, what coach said, you know, every every team is different. Obviously, they they, they had an amazing job over there in Buffalo, especially on the offense side. Um, what, what they did with Josh Allen, unbelievable talent. Um, but every year is different. You know, we got different players, and he's going to align the playbook and line the system to fit us, and, and that's important. Like man, I said, man, that's huge, isn't mm-hmm. it? Whenever somebody tries to put their shit in, it's like, yeah, we we don't, mm-hmm. we can't do that. Isn't our thing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got to do our thing. We yeah. can't do your thing. Yeah. And that old, I think that's evolving, by the way. Like with coaches, you know, back in the day, I don't know. Mm-hmm. AJ's a little bit older than me, and then he was like, hey, you're coming here. This is the style we play. Yeah. And if you don't like it, that's that's really not our fault. That's yeah. your fault more so. You got to adapt to your players. Yeah, it feels like that's starting to happen now. Yeah. With, that means you're going to be working mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I, That's how I train. I train right now. Uh, what do you do for training for those quads? I, I see Aaron Donald trains with knives. Squat, <laughs> squat <laughs> yeah. like 900 yeah, pounds. I, I don't, you do you clean the squat? What do you do? I don't do no no knives or nothing. Right now, <laughs> honestly, I'm at, like, the point in my career right now. It's like I probably had one of the worst years of my football career. Um, in your whole life? Yeah, in my whole life. So I A had, lot of reflection there, yeah, huh? Yeah, I, I, I had to go back, and now you got to go back to the drawing board. You got to go back to the basics, and now it's just about getting my body right, getting my body alignment right, working on the little things, getting the muscle fibers, working on the little muscles, and then I'm going to get into the training. And I don't got to be I don't gotta be in camp mode or try to uh, go break records right now. It's February. I got to just get my body working on the little things. Um, and when the, as the uh, offseason continue to go, continue to go, get my training to become a little more intense. Um, and get ready. So I just assumed you're trying to get your your, uh, your thighs and legs big. That was Photoshop. That's not. Every, that's Photoshop. That is. That is very real. No. Yeah. No, it's not. That's very no, real. it's not. Can't be impossible. Can you dunk? <laughs> yeah. I <can> dunk. <laughs> but I haven't. I actually, ever since I tore my knee, I haven't touched a basketball court. And I, I don't. I mean, yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We got that yeah. down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you can get that massive ass and those legs up to dunk them <laughs> is Nuts. absolutely unbelievable. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Saquon. What's Dan Jones like on like a day-to-day basis? Because I think it was last year, maybe this year, that Joe Judge said that he was hurt basically all season, but he kept playing and earned the respect of everybody on the team. Mm-hmm. Like, what's he like? What's his work ethic like? And does the whole team kind of just dog. follow his lead? His dog, and and like I, I I can honestly say that like his his mentality, his work ethic. It's unmatched. It's unmatched, and he, he's he's a very talented, very talented quarterback. And we're gonna get the right pieces around him. You know, we're gonna Sneaky build up athletes. on him. Sneaky no, yeah. We're gonna get the right pieces around him, and I, I, I truly believe in Daniel Jones. And I'm not just saying that oh because of my team, because of my friend. Like I'm there every day. Like you know the people that come in and, and, and come in to work, and that guy's work ethic. I'm a big believer. In anything you want to accomplish in life, like if you want th- good things to happen to you, you got to work for it. And he has that mentality, and mm-hmm. he's working. He's going to continue to work and continue to get better. Um, and as he can continue to get better, I get healthier. We keep the team healthy. Uh, like I said, I, this is a, we, we have we have a very talented team, so we just got to keep working and keep our head down. Uh, go ahead, Ty. You mentioned yourself getting healthier. Uh, like, Do you feel like you're the same guy you were, or are you, are you still? Hey, people like, are saying you lost a step this year, dude. Yeah, that, well, that, it, that's unbelievable, like, by the way. And being that's unfucking believable that they just automatically come out, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. It's, I think, and I don't mean to cut you off. It's fair. I mean, it's a f- they can say that. that no, nah, don't know. let that. No, no, it's because you know why we're a prisoner of the moment. I went from two years ago, three years ago, before I tore my knee, arguably one of the better players in the NFL, or you can make argument the best back in the NFL. No, you everyone, yeah. uh-huh. but you know what I mean. It's all opinion based. And then tear your knee, then you come back, come and 
not everyone going through a, new in, a knee injury and then have the ankle. And I can make all the excuses. And I just, like I said to the New York media and to the, uh, to the Giants media, it's like I'm fine with that. You know, you can say what you want about me. I know my mentality. I know how I'm going to work. But when, I, when things turn around, just how I can see how everyone shifted to the other side and just make sure you stay on that side. Keep the same energy. Yeah. Keep the same yeah. Please keep the same energy. Yeah. We're excited to watch you kind of battle back in your third head coach of your young yeah. career. Yeah. That is a massive stat that I can't wait to hopefully see some continuity around you. Mm-hmm. You and Daniel Jones and the way you listed off that team ready to go. I'm excited to watch you, man. It's going to be a fun story. Yeah, yeah. In this X2 performance, let's go ahead and move some. Yeah. So, huh? Yeah. Let's move some yeah. of this. Cheers, man. Cheers Boom. to you. Did you guys have any over there? Oh. <laughs> Let me oh, see. No, no. 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 Hey, what are you gonna do? We got Evan Smith tequila. Yeah, yeah, we, did. <laughs> we got tequila. Already. Strawberry tequila. kiwi. This yeah. a, hey, this is a great taste, by the way. Thank you, thank you, appreciate that. Were you, did you uh, did you have to sample it before you got out yeah, there? Yeah, so I'm I'm in, I'm actually involved in all of it. Like I, I, they bring it to my house and we go. I drink it. I taste it. Um, I don't like to just be involved with something because I think oh it's the next big thing. Like I want to be authentic with it and I like it and I truly believe in the product and I'm excited. I'm excited that it's growing and growing and. Especially where the world's going to, everyone's going to that more healthier mindset. Um, and energy drink is a, is a is a is a a, a big phase in a big space where I think we can capitalize. So I'm just happy to be a part of it. I just turned 25 two days ago. So hey, happy, hey birthday. happy birthday! Let's go! Thank you. Hey, your birthday same day as mine. February 9th? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. That's what's up. Happy birthday, man. Happy well, belated I, birthday. Yeah, well, it's not. I'm May, but you did just say happy <laughs> birthday to me. I'll, I'll keep that one locked in. Yeah, that's on me. Uh, I can't wait to maybe try GoPuff and get us to What's that, buddy? I assume I miss your birthday. Happy birthday. No, that's like the classic, like, uh, oh, you're the same birthday as me. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, yeah, I know the whole thing there. Yeah, it's on me. Obviously, I'm an idiot, but you are not. Uh, good luck with X2. Good luck in your recovery, getting back into a new coach. I mean, I'm very excited for you. I'm very thankful you stopped by. Ladies and gentlemen, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Saquon. Joining us now is a man who normally calls from his basement. A man who had his wife. I mean. Don't even mention it. Well. Shovel four feet of snow to make him ribs while he sat and posted about it online. Although that might say that this dude's a terrible person, you can make those judgments for yourself because what he does for NFL Network and NFL.com is nothing short of magical. For the first time ever, live and in person, the host of the weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends, us being friends, he being Rap Sheet, ladies and gentlemen, NFL insider, Ian Rappaport. Yeah, yeah, baby, Rap He's boosted up still. Oh, my God. Ian, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Rap sheet. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Rap sheet. Thank you. What's up, Rap? Thanks, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Hey, did you have a meeting with Emmett Smith earlier? What a moment. Oh, your mic's off. Oh, God. What about now? Yeah. What a moment. This is awesome. Don't let that chair swallow you there. The, um, so. It's kind of offensive. No. What are you talking about? Oh, We're a very pro go Rappaport show. Oh, Dude, right. don't worry about that. Thank you for joining us, man. I understand mm-hmm. there's happy hours and news to break out here at the Super Bowl. How are you doing? <laughs> Things start earlier here. Yeah, it's LA. Well, it's because it's actually later. It's ridiculous. I can't get used to this. It's awful. It's so what's it, what's it been like out here, man? You've been, no news has been broken. I mean, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, uh, what's that? Why? No, it's just, I mean, there's still coaching stuff going on. I mean, I don't know if anybody really cares about that by now, but it's like Monday, Tuesday. Like, I get it, Sunday night, the Dolphins hire a coach. Like, 
let me enjoy my Super Bowl week. So is that what you all have been doing? Like all you insiders have just decided that, you know, this week we're not going to break any news. We're not going to learn or find out anything. We're Um, just going to, we're just going to kind of booze and network and have a good time. Hey, we had a long year. It's been a long, this was the longest season ever. I don't know if you knew that. Wow, that's right. Yeah, what? 17 games yeah. now. Hey, 17 it's going to be 18 soon, by the way, and I yeah. told you that immediately upon the 17 games coming. I said, hey, Rap Sheet, once they see the money flows in from 17 <laughs> games, this is going to go to 18 games, and let's just talk about that now. And you said, let's, uh, let's pump the brakes. We're already yeah. in that. That's yeah, coming I'm, soon. I'm pumping brakes. This has been a long season, though. Yeah, and, and like talk to the players, too. Like I think by the end, they're all like, like, it's fine, and they all got through, but I feel like there was plenty of times when guys would be injured a little bit and then miss games, and I... They'd be like, it's long season. I got to get through it. It's like the strategy actually changed, too. The insiders don't get a week off, though. Oh, never. Oh, wow. so, we got to doing shit this week. I mean, what yeah. do you, is there because there's nothing to break this well, week? Or You guys didn't even have the awards, but you guys didn't yeah. even have the awards before the awards show. Come on. I mean, I, I knew something. Oh, oh rap new. Oh, yep. Hashtag rap new. Yep. I knew something. Your boy Rogers with the MVP. Uh, nice. Back to back. Uh, Congratulations. Four times. Four times. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, AJ. Is it like, are you seeing like a load management type thing like the NBA does with the NFL now? Yeah. Really? Like, I, I, there's plenty of times this year when I, you know, you talk to agents and teams like, hey, this guy's got a sprained ankle. What do you think? And like, ah. Just not going to press. So they're it. real conservative now. You feel like, and just it, they, they don't mind sitting guys down what they normally may not have. More so than I can ever remember. Huh. And like, you know, if you look at the teams that are that advance in the playoffs with the healthier teams, right? The teams who are obviously their guys. So it's like it actually pays off. But more so than ever, guys would miss one game or two game. Like what was it? Good? Like Kyler Murray, mm, right? Yeah. Missed a couple games. Like I feel like any other year would have been push, push. This year was like, hold on, like we're going to be good. It's a long season. Everybody chill. You know, it's, just, it's different. Strategy different. What's going to happen with Kyler Murray? He hates Cardinals? Is it because that rat bastard owner isn't paying the coaches <laughs> oh. their bonuses? <laughs> I did enjoy that storyline, which I don't think was true. Um, oh, okay. uh, TBD. 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 He is definitely not happy about something. I just don't know what it is. Like, Does anybody know what it is? Do you think there is somebody on this earth right now that understands why he's not happy with the Cardinals? And that somebody on earth being from the Cardinals organization? Or are they asking all no, the questions? No, because they're asking questions too. And, you know, I reach out to people close to Kyler Murray, and I don't. it didn't seem like it was a planned, like, all right, here's going to be the strategy that we're going to try to get this big contract. It seemed much more sort of reactionary just to me, like, he needed a social media cleanse and was kind of like, I need to start. And I guess the year, obviously the year ended badly and it's like, I get it. But it's a little bit of a mystery and I'm not sure he's in a rush to clear it up either because, I don't know, it leaves everyone feeling uncomfortable. I think it's pretty simple. You just give the coaches the bonuses that they're owed. Bingo. And then Makes all of a sudden Kyler yep. Murray will play. No, I have no idea what it is. But any time we see a player do something like that, that is obviously a statement. They know it's going to be a statement. Speaking of statements, now A.J. Hawk says uh, Aaron's going to the Packers. Uh, if you're on I the guess. Aaron's going to the Packers side, there was a lot of things said last night, like he thanked Gunther Kuntz and Murphy first. Yeah. And then he talked about how handsome LaFleur's face was and how good of a guy he was. Which I let me, sorry to interrupt. I saw LaFleur last night. Handsome. <laughs> Good eyebrows. Too. Perfect. Oh, yeah. That is something that is Great properly eyebrows. procured. His eyebrows are fantastic yeah. and impeccable. But, like, the thought of... The thought of... The thought of... 
if you thought he was leaving the Packers, though, you heard a lot of things in that speech that he was leaving. So he said it's been a great 17 years and the memories and all that stuff. Where did you fall after listening to the conversation? And were you at NFL Honors last night? I was at NFL Honors. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Drinking. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was on the red carpet. Whoa. I was behind the red carpet. It was. Oh, you're right. Kind of, yeah, That's was, what the insiders do, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I had people ask me to get out of the way. Like, we're taking this picture. Can you just kind of step to the side? What's that up, all about? I went up to say hello to Derrick Henry, and the person who was with him was like, actually, he's not doing, oh. And then let me say hello. Because they thinking that I was going to come up, like, take a picture. And it was all, anyway, it was real awkward. Well, it's interesting because Saquon down here, uh, as he was walking off, he said, hey, Saquon, good to see you again. And I actually saw him with his X2 performance energy that is, uh, doesn't have the jitters or the crash. Drinking? It's oh, his yeah. company. Yeah. Why don't you learn something about the product you're supposed to cover? He actually hit you with a You know what I mean? He was happy to see me. I could tell. <laughs> yep. Has yeah. there been a lot of that out here in L.A. for you after the year that you've had? Uh, Is there any awkward conversations that happen at the Super For instance, oh. we, I have had a few. Sure. I've uh-huh. had a few interesting conversations about the year that was, and maybe we should think about Nah, we can't think about it. we got to live in a moment, continue to live in a moment, and deal with any awkward conversations as they come. Yeah. But for you, this has to happen on a regular basis. I assume the Super Bowl is a great place for all that to kind of combine and come to a head for you. I mean, Super Bowl, Mobile, like, I am constantly, you know, what I do is not always the most popular thing. Sometimes people want to keep stuff private, and I do not. Um, and in yeah, mo- there's a human aspect to that, too. Yeah. Right. You but, let the coach know before he was getting fired. You know, yeah, I just want to let you know you're getting fired. I'm announcing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> those are Those are awkward conversations, but not as, quite as awkward as, like, hey, sorry to ask you, but have you been fired? Like, that happens sometimes, oh, too. Oh, my God. Really? Awful. Oh, yeah. So this is like <laughs> – Because if I, like, if I don't, someone else is going yeah. to, and then they're going to report. It's like, so it's – not That's a terrible spot to be in. There. The bearer of bad news is a terrible spot to be in. That's like, you know, there was a time there for a while in my life when my mom would send me a text like, have you heard? And it's like, oh, no, man. I haven't heard. She knew that I hadn't heard. But she was leading it off with, hey, other people know this, and you need to learn about this. It was about a friend or something else That's like terrible. that. That's what you are for a lot of people. Yeah. So whenever they see you in a Super Bowl, they're like, oh, this guy's the Grim Reaper, and he's trying to get information out there, of me. Yeah. There will be some people who will literally answer the phone and be like, what's wrong? Oh, is that why you buy booze for everybody in L.A. When as soon Makes as you get sense. here? I, I, do, I do have the expense account. Woo! Hey, Roger Goddard, why don't you buy me a little vodka? What? Tequila. What? More tequila. What? Emmett's tequila. What? The Rock's tequila. What? Ryan Reynolds' tequila. What? They all have tequilas? What? What? Clooney. <laughs> Tequila. What? what? Yeah, it's because allegedly we were told that nobody wants to get into the whiskey business because the whiskey business is basically dominated by those at the top. The tequila, although there is a couple at the top, is a much more gettable, yeah. allegedly. That's uh-huh. what we were told. It's a much more gettable liqueur, if you will. But what is your drink of choice? Basically anything gets you fucked up. That's what we've learned. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no comment. Uh, my dr- I, I'm a bourbon guy. Let's get no eye contact with Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Ian Rappaport. Oh. He, no, he looked. He was like, that's my guy? Nah, oh, yeah. he okay. Nah, nah, he, Jesus. he just laughed, yeah. You know, it's that uh, bad. Jeez, what did you say about him? Uh, you said he lost a step. Only, oh. <laughs> only positive things about my good friend Saquon. No, I have a, I'm a bourbon guy. Um, and I will drink tequila. My wife has, my wife has introduced <laughs> sipping tequila 
to our family, which has oh. really been a great the whole family, the kids. Uh, not as much the kids. <laughs> okay, um, just but, you, you and know, her. Yeah, just have a tequila awesome. in a glass, put a little ice in it, a little cigar. Uh, um, I, I sometimes will smoke cigars, but now my boys have been like, "These are bad for you. Why do you do that?" Mm. And so I don't have an answer, so I will not smokes yeah, well you should let him know like asking stupid questions also <laughs> bad for you <laughs> you're a kid shut up yeah. you know what I mean this, but I don't know your kids your kids are actually I do you do yeah. Jude and Max that's right uh -huh. they when they come on your show they get extremely excited they're very cool kids but they also need to know like yeah hey dad's a lot of dudes I don't have kids but Hopefully one day. You're allowed to say, hey, dad's allowed to do this because I'm an adult. You're a kid. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, but you're in rap. But again, yeah. I don't curse in front of kids, so I would never say it like that. Uh, yeah. You're good, though. You're, hey, you're, hey, you're a good guy. Yeah. Great guy. Who's bag, but. Go ahead, AJ. Uh, <laughs> you say that you may have this awkward relationship. You are a booze bag. My God. I, I am literally. Not. Every wanna, post you have put up oh for the last my. three weeks is booze, and it's like yeah. hourly posts. Troy like, Aikman's beer. Really right, good. I'm drinking it right now. Okay. It's, it's actually a pretty good chaser for the tequila. Uh, how does Troy Aikman have. All these guys have tequila and beer. I need to get, get in some of that. Yeah. You're trying. We know. We yeah. see trying. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's my brand now. This is why I, they should embrace that. Sorry. You should. Oh, no. And you are a very cool person. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and fan. you know everybody, and everybody needs you because you can help them, and you put info out for all of us. But you mentioned Mobile, Alabama, Senior Bowl. Yes. This is a Super Bowl. The combine, I, I would assume, is a huge thing huge. for you. People that don't know about the combine with the coaches, with the media that kind of hangs out, what is that like behind the scenes at dinners at night, all of that? Yeah, so, you know, the, obviously the combine is like an important event in the calendar, and the prospects are there, and the interviews and all that. But for me, it is an incredible chance to get everyone that I could possibly know in the same place. And so I'll like literally go in and be like, all right, here are the new coaches, here are the new coordinators. Who have I not met? Who do I need to send a booze over? What? Who do I need to buy a drink to? What? Who do I need to That's have the awkward skills, brother? And also, hey man, remember when I kind of pissed you off about this thing? Uh, let me explain how we kind of went. So I had a couple of those conversations in Mobile. A couple of guys weren't answering my phone. You run into them in a bar. It's a little different. You can be like, hey, I actually reported this, not what you thought. So those are like as important as anything. And, you know, they kind of build the foundation for like, hey, this happened. I need you to confirm this. You know, cause How it's do you make the them trust you? You just don't. You got to wait to leak to say stuff. Nobody like, trusts you. They would have to trust you to, to speak with you. Obviously, they do trust You're you. You're telling me you keep stuff in that you know? Every, but I tell you, but I don't tell anybody else. <laughs> Rad, thank you, Rad. Well, you're the best. That's very, very nice of you. No, but that it really is like the. It's an understood relationship, right? Yeah, and it's you also still have to earn their respect, though, or to earn their trust. I should say. Right, but like when I was younger and kind of just starting into this, I wanted to report everything. So it was kind of like mm. I'd find out news, report it right away. Let's. But now it's like, like yes, these two teams are in talks, but it doesn't mean I should report this now. Let's wait till the trade is happening. Like, Big Cam that kind Hayward. of stuff. Big Cam Hayward just walked by. Look at the oh, size wow. of that head. Holy shit. Look at wow. the head on oh. that guy oh, right there. God. Look at the head on that human. The son of Ironhead, of that course. That is a of Hall great, of Famer right great, here. Greatest commercial of all time. Had a baby Cam. Yeah. <laughs> I.O., buddy. You see that, Pat? Yeah, a lot of big heads going through Ohio State, it appears. Those big brains. I used to play pickup basketball with his dad as a kid. Is nice. he good? Really? He was, he was tough to beat in the paint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hard, to, hard to defend. Makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, but Cam is the best. Dude. Go ahead, Ty. Rapshi, when do you expect the quarterback carousel this offseason to really heat up? Do you think it's going to be one guy that kind of falls and all the dominoes follow? And when would we expect that to happen? Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit later this year because the mm. coaching stuff took so freaking long. Like, mm. by, by this time, God, when was it? There was a year when Alex Smith got traded during the Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. 
I th- it was like five, Minnesota, six, seven, whenever that was. Was it Minnesota? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was like six or seven. Anyway, it was a long Ian, time ago. Fucking G- I, mean, I can never remember where the cities are. Well, no shit, yeah. you're blacked oh out in every city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. city's the same if it's yeah. bottom of a bottle, pal. Jeez, a wheeze. People will tell me, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember Super Bowl, you know, 54. And I'm like, I have no idea which one that is. <laughs> Literally, I just well, tell me the two teams. We learned that this LVI was 56 upon arriving. Yeah, that's right. I thought they were didn't do away with the. Roman well, it depends didn't, on how it looks, they? if it looks cool or not. Because I think the L was a bad one, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Super Bowl 50. 50. Like that. Yeah. Can't just have Super Bowl L. I mean, we'll get buried. Uh, Ian, we got to get to a break here on Sirius. I think we have some more follow-ups on the YouTube. Hour 2 wrapping up here on this Feel Good Friday, February 11, 2022. In the next hour, we'll have Taylor Heineke. Ooh. Jerry Judy still to join Ooh, us. Jerry. Gabe Morenci. Oh. Yes. At Sports Rage. And a lot of questions from Twitter. Hashtag PMS in LA. We appreciate you all so much. We'll see you in roughly six minutes. You're the best humans on earth. Booze Bag Ian continues at YouTube. That did, was you. Did you see this? What's the up? Cardinals did the same thing that Kyler Murray did. Is this a joke? So they unfollowed him, or what no? They they they, oh, they did a oh, social Karen, media. Up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? Good to see you, dude. Sorry about the. Whole, I mean, that's on me. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Uh, so what are you saying? Okay, 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 good. Uh, hey, so you're t- you're telling me uh, that the Arizona Cardinals took they, Kyler Murray out of all their photos? Well, on no, all, they only have. They have two photos, and they're both Kyler Murray. Ah. Really Smart. See, a lot of you old heads in the game, you and others in the insider game, would say, uh, this is 2022. People got their social medias to put their gripes out there. This is what we used to do. Well, what you used to do was be able to go behind people's backs and uh, you know release you information mm-hmm. only certain networks and everything like that. The Arizona Cardinals understand that this is 2022, and they want to let Kyler know. Who Kyler, by the way, big time member of Face Kyler. He could be a professional video gamer as well if he wanted to. Professional baseball really? player, professional gamer. Obviously, number one overall pick in football here for the Arizona Cardinals. They're trying to recruit him back. This is smart, Ian, don't you think? It is kind of smart, and like I don't have a. Well, problem. we know you're plugged in in Arizona, right? So. Yeah. Well, the coach's salary thing. I think that's yeah. I it's was a bonus. All, I was on bonus, right? I was yeah. all over that. Um, well, I, I don't really. have a, you're no. on your side. Opposite. You're yeah. on your side. Yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't have a problem with people going to social media. Like I don't understand why that's like. No, like, it's 2022. But, people used to do this through the media and everything right. like uh-huh. that. Everything is different. It's now this is the modern way of doing. Yeah, it. Yeah, and that's fine. Like people should be in control of their own message. Same. It's like paying college players. Like. Yeah, people should be compensated for the stuff that they do. Like, that's really okay. Yeah, but that goes directly against everything that you do, right? No, I'll be yeah. fine. I'll still find some stuff out. Because oh, they only, cause they hey, only put out what they want to put out, and I'll find out the other stuff. Oh, because you're saying you always survive. Smart. Thrive. Oh, you are thriving, especially out here with all the booze. And we can't thank you enough for everything you've done for us this year and stopping by the set. You're the best, dude. You guys are awesome. Thank you for everything this year. I um, This is goodbye. Until next time we talk. Boom. Well, I can see you later. I think we've had enough. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a good run. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. Yeah, Rappaport. Thank you for everything this year. We honestly appreciate it. The weekly wrap-up with Rapsheet and Friends has been a highlight for all of us. Me too. I literally look forward to it. Yeah, but you haven't broke any news on it at all. Maybe season two. Maybe season two. Work our way up. Can't wait to binge that. Well, you binge everything nowadays. That's, That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Slow cool. it down. Was that Minnesota, Miami? What? Was that Indianapolis? 
Oh, it might be in L.A. There's a lot of poop. Oh, my God. That's what you got to do to pick through when you found out information. It's absurd. It's wild. Sometimes, you're talking about the combine. There'll be times when I will run into someone at 3 in the morning, email myself, wake up in the morning and be like, Huh, I should probably check on that. Ian, jeez really? Louise. Not that I forgot. I'm <laughs> wrong just tired. Yeah, yeah. No, he's networking. Yeah. I'm it's tired. networking. It's networking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a write-off. That's a big it's part of business, by the way. It's better than expense. tweeting it at 3 in the morning. Hey, did you know the entire beginning of this interview, you were doing this with your headset, and it was impossible for us not to do it? So you're going to see a lot of photos of us doing this. Yeah. yeah. You're going to see a lot of photos. Well, I don't want to mess up my hair because if I put it on all the way, then I'm going to mess up. Uh, smart. Smart. Super Bowl Feel Good Friday ready. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, joining us now is a man who is a quarterback for a team with a new name. They were once just a football team. And then they had a two-year process in which they said, we will debut a new brand, a new name, to change the course of our mighty franchise and program. Hell yeah. Amongst onslaughts of exposés of people learning about how things were run behind the scenes, this team and this quarterback was somehow able to win games, and he's become a friend of the show. He stopped by a few times. His moxie is fantastic. The quarterback for the Commanders, Taylor Heineke. Yay! What's up, man? Thank you. Taylor, super cool. Appreciate it. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Great jacket. Oh, cool. Yeah, shoes. wow. Look at these shoes and Woo. everything. Hey, 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 listen. You you look super cool right now, dude. How are you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Got in, got in late last night. Walked around the city a little bit. And I'm not going to lie. Beautiful. I, was, I think I went down a, a wrong wrong turn. No. Oh, yeah. Careful. Careful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I took a real 180 and headed right back to the hotel. Yeah, that's smart. You can uh, get incredible Jays, by the way. Good shoe game wow. out here. Did you buy those out here? Or you brought them out here? No, no, no. I've had these during the year. I went on a shoe binge this year. I probably bought about 16 pairs of Jays. I was trying to get like all my receivers. Out you know? here, by the way, there is a lot of shoe stores oh, yeah. to have. You should need to stop by. Now, granted, you should, you know, maybe not walk. Because yeah. you never know what you're going to get. But there's a lot of great shoes out here. Taylor, is this first time in L.A., big L.A. guy? First time in L.A. Wow. First time in Los Angeles, big stars. First timer. Wow, you're going to go see the Hollywood sign, the Walk of Fame. You're going to do a lot of photos and selfies. I, and saw, I saw the Hollywood sign for my for my hotel, so I'm good on that. But, uh, you know, there's some good, cool parties that we're going to go to, you know, the next couple nights. So Ooh. I'm excited to see them. You deserve to enjoy the entire Super Bowl process. Obviously, your story of becoming an NFL starter is one that a lot of people will look back on and say incredibly inspirational. You guys have a new name, new team. It feels like everything's going in a new direction. What's the mindset going into the offseason? Well, it's nice to have a name now, you know. You like, was, okay, you you like commanders oh. commanders is your name if you guys win you'll like it yeah yeah exactly and uh it's just nice you know the last two years has always been like what's the new name gonna be what's new i'm just happy it's over with and it's we have a new we have a new start position are you guys gonna say we're playing commander football out here hey listen <laughs> yeah, hell yeah listen there is a there is a commander standard okay that needs to be upheld to because we are commanders, commanders. Bum, 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 bum. what's that from that's, that's your guys' your chance. Yeah, hey, get used chance. to that, dude. Because whenever you're doing this on a sideline, when the defense needs to stop in fourth quarter, you know, and you guys are up, you had a, you did a great job getting a lead. Now we need the defense to get a stop. You're going to go like this on a sideline, maybe a towel, a Gatorade towel. You're going to go like this, and they're going to be screaming, We, we are commanders. commanders. Bum, 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 And then it's just going to You're going to be like, Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then the crowd's going to be like, We, we are commanders. commanders. 
Bum, 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 bum. But it's going to sound like this. We, we, we are, are, are coming. It's just going to be a loud noise, and that place is going to be electrifying. But uh, as you look to guiding a brand new name and a brand new team, a storied franchise that has a new chapter, very new chapter, do you think about all the pressure and all the shit that's on your shoulder? And are you, does that even crack into your mainframe, or is it just football? It's just football. Um, you know, again, I kind of, I always go back. When it starts to feel overwhelming to me, I always go back to where I was when I wasn't playing. And I was like, the only thing I would rather be doing is just playing ball. So when What is that then? Let's, go, let's talk about what does that mean, like on a couch somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, if again, after like losses and stuff like that, and you're getting bombarded, and you're getting blamed for this, this, and that, and you're just like, man, this is a lot, it's tough, and you kind of take a step back, and you're like... Well, this is this is what I wanted to do last year, and I signed up for this. This is this is a dream come true, and um, it's just part of the process. That's a great mindset, by the way, because you get to be in the NFL. You don't have to be in the NFL. Sometimes people forget that. Exactly. And the entire grind and process is expected because the standard of the league is the standard of the league. But some people get lost in all the bullshit. The fact that you guys were able to dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge your way through all of that. I mean, there was poop pipes bursting yeah. in the stands all over week one. Well, not just week one. It was also yeah. a little later week in the week. And then obviously there's fans from the Eagles following on to yeah, Jalen Hurts almost killing him. Yeah. There's exposés coming out. Somehow you guys were able to stay focused on football. How? How were you guys able to do that with all the noise? Because distractions already kill a team, but you guys were able to play significant football for large, large portions of the season. How? How do you guys do that? And did it not get to you guys a little bit? I think it starts with Coach Rivera. I think he's a, he does a great job of kind of letting the players just focus on football he deals with all the outside noise and you know again we had a lot of injuries this year a lot of a lot of big time names go down chase young you know montez sweat was was down with a broken jaw and then he had some family issues off the field like we had a lot of stuff going on and then COVID hit at the end of the year right when we were in our five game division push so it was tough um it was a roller coaster of a season but for us to be in the playoff hunt week 17 driving down the field with two minutes left against philly and then, you know, they, they picked that ball off in the end zone. But to have that chance there, um, and looking back, everything that we went through, uh, it's something to be proud of for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, go there ahead, AJ. There's your, there's your old ball. There yeah. We are commanders. Bum, 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 bum. That's what it's going to sound but like. There it is. Hey, awesome. Coach, you just got done singing your praises. Congrats, man. A lot going on. I'm trying to keep my job (laughs) Smart and I did see as you were complimenting him Your eyes went directly right where he was coming from Which is smart We do similar things here But what is your relationship like with him And what is he like as a head coach I assume he's a pretty accountable guy Old school guy school accountable guy he's a player's coach uh he, he was a player you know obviously he won a super bowl he knows what it takes and right uh he lets people just be themselves um and, and that's the cool part um so yeah you know i, I was with him in carolina uh that was probably the, my favorite locker room i've ever been in uh, with cam and and uh and thomas davis luke keekley greg olson all those guys it was it was a great locker room and um you know, Coach Rivera is a big part of that. Go ahead, AJ. What made that Carolina like a, such a special locker room? And do you have some of that already uh, in Washington? Yeah, you kind of get the same vibes in Washington that you got in Carolina. Dice game, cards games. What are we talking about? Yeah, some of those. All you, that you, stuff. Kind of put a. Uh, I remember in Carolina we had a um, a bat, little basketball hoop, and every training camp we would have a a horse tournament. There would literally be thirty six people in this tournament. We would have a whole bracket. We have times for each person to play. See, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it was it was cool. How'd you play? Are you pretty good or no? I, well, you know, Cam, obviously, 
made me go against him in the first round, so I had no shot. You know, if he's 6'5 and he's got arms, he can dunk from five feet away, and I'm sitting there like. Oh. Well, you can dunk it. That's, you can dunk in horse. That's a different game. No, but, yeah. but, but they're not, you're not expected to dunk. He's just saying he's putting those short little bunnies in. Yeah, he's like, hey, you have to be touching this door oh, yeah. and, and make it. And he's able to just. And he's able to just drop it in. I'm so you know, he punked you a little bit. Yeah, he, he punked me. But yeah. Hey, but it's all right. You'll get back in there. But that yeah. type of thing is big for team camaraderie. I've seen you. I've seen you in the in the in the studio shooting some hoops. Hey. Uh, yeah. I'm getting it right. Yeah. You put that elbow tight. You know. Now those bunnies, the ones that he beat you on, they would beat me too. I don't fuck with that. That's yeah, only worth no, no, two no. points. I'm out here. You know what I mean? I'm doing my whole thing. But that type of stuff doesn't get talked about a lot. The horse tournament, the like being like being around each other, the whole locker room vibe. That is what carries teams a long way. You're seeing it right now with the Bengals I think they love each other the Rams were able to buy in they said it's like pro bowl practice every single day how do you continue to grow that in Washington how do you think you for the commanders I think you just I think you just keep doing that type of stuff um when you're not at the facility you you need to make an effort to develop relationships outside the facility and I think one of the, one of the guys on our team that does a great job with that is Logan Thomas um him and his wife and his family always Want everyone to come to their house. They have a nice big house. Throw a little fence. And, whew, sorry, sorry, Logan. Just threw you out there. Hey, but, Logan. Uh, uh, big taxes <laughs> over there too. How about it? I mean, big house and big tax yeah. part of town. But he he does a good job with that. And you know, Brandon Sheriff is the same. Um, kind of get the awesome. offensive lineman. Go to a steakhouse. Just have a good time. Um, oh, things like that. You that's know. amazing. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Commander Heineke. How is it uh, having Terry <laughs> McLaurin? On the outside, because I mean, there was one ball where you just tossed it up, and he made. It might have been against the Chargers, maybe, and he made left unbelie- sideline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable catch. And do you guys kind of work on that stuff in practice, or does he just go out there and make unbelievable plays? He just goes out there and makes unbelievable plays. Yeah. And the coolest thing about Terry too is not only is he a great player, he's an even better person. Mm. And I just, I think I was just talking to Jim Rome about this. He, uh, oh God. <laughs> love that dude. Hilarious. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> you know it. Receivers and DBs are usually like the divas of the team. Yeah. Um, and for him to be almost the best player on the team, if not the best player on the team, and for him to be a good person like that, trickles down. No one else can be that way. Um, so it's a huge. He's he's a great player, and he's an even better person for our locker room. So what do you think? You're like, ah, I got to fucking make it work. You just throw it in an area. Is there a lot of that? Because I, I, we know you hucked it a lot in college mm-hmm. and you're a gunslinger and you have that competitive mentality and we talked to Aaron Rodgers about like Devontae's catch radius like when Devontae's covered he's open because I can put it wherever when you see Terry in any situation it's like ah if we need one he'll make a play for me and it's a, I, I don't want to say a throw in hope but there is a lot of like I mean the way Aaron says there's always percentages and the percentages might be blah 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 because he doesn't want to ever be on record as saying yeah I'm just throwing a fuck it ball because then it would sound like he's not cerebral yeah. but there has to be times whenever you're like yeah Fuck it. Like, Terry's going to make a play over this guy. And I would assume that is something that happens. 100%. You know, when you have you have your best player uh, one-on-one, that's what you want. And you're saying, my percentages of making a good play is him one-on-one. So you want to give him a shot. And there's a lot of balls this year that we didn't connect on, but there's a lot of plays that he made this year that were unbelievable. So hopefully How are you in beer pong? Pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're very good <laughs> yeah. at beer pong? Yeah. yeah. Always have been? Always have been. Since first time you picked up that five-star ping pong ball. Yeah, um, in high school. Whoa. In college. Senior college. Yeah. Senior yeah. College. College, college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. College. Yeah. Rod. Of course. Yeah, yeah. When I turned 21, it, right. it came in. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I haven't played in a long time, though. It's kind of more of a house party deal. Yeah, I agree. And ha- there's no yeah. more house parties because of. Yeah, COVID, you know. Uh-huh. Are you excited for a season without COVID? Yeah. I mean, is it? Is that coming? Is, yeah. Is that going to be a thing? 
Do you know more than I do, Taylor? I'm I mean, Commander. I mean, what do you know in DC? What are you saying about it? <laughs> yeah, know. you're in DC, dude. You're the <laughs> commander now. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you shaking hands with other commanders? I don't right? know, man. I don't. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. So thought- you're the quarterback for the Washington Commanders in the Commander time. We assume you're going to get meetings with other commanders. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you do? No, you focus on football. That's right. Yeah. But we need somebody to ask the questions. Like, is next football season going to have COVID? Because he and Rappaport kind of squealed earlier. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like maybe we don't have this next season. I'm like, next season? What, what? are we even doing? Do you know anything? What is? What have you been told, do you think, for the NFLPA? Or any of the politicians you're probably hobnobbing around with out yeah. there? <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what's going on. I just hope that we don't have to report for OTAs until mid-May like we did last year. I thought that was super cool. Hey, as you get older in the league, by the way, those super cool dates get later and later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those things get later and later. Uh, go ahead, Ty. Obviously, you guys didn't get to where you wanted to be this year, but you know, like with the personal accolades, I think you were a two-time uh, Nickelodeon MVP. Like, does it get any better than that? You know, I mean, I I feel like you could almost just go off into the sunset. You know, at this point. Yeah, when you get the, the MVP, you know, that's that's a nice thing to have, but. Uh you know, when you're going on a five-game losing streak, it's, it's that's pretty tough too. But you know, it's been it's been a crazy year. Um, like I said earlier, we had a lot of injuries, we had a lot of COVID stuff going on, a lot of off-the-field stuff going on. And how us- miserable is life when you lose? Well, you expl- oh. like people don't understand. It is now. Granted, you're getting paid a lot of money. We all know how much money you're getting paid. But it's still life is so much worse when you're losing games. Winning's fun. Losing is ten times the magnitude of winning, in my opinion. You walk in on Monday and Tuesday, and it is like the world ended. We suck. We can't do anything right. Yeah. And you can you you might have lost by three points on a on a crazy play, but it's it's the same feeling. So I'd rather get beat like we did against Dallas this year. Like what? What we got beat fifty six to fourteen yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. I'd rather get beat like that than a, a twenty three to twenty one oh. nail biter. Because um, you know sometimes after those big blowout wins, you come in we're like we're not watching this tape. We knew we sucked. Let's move on from it. So. Yeah, Mentally, you're saying it's an easier thing to tackle. Like, yeah, we all played terrible. Let's move on. Yeah. But when you can definitely get a win and you don't, and yeah. you see an opportunity lost right in front of your eyes. And that's, by the way, we had a, uh, Saquon on earlier. He talked about all their uh, pieces that got injured not being on the field at one point. Then there's a couple games, and I referenced the 2-14 and 14 year, where there was seven to eight games that were one-score games. And if, like, two plays go a different way, our 2-14 and 14 team, number one overall pick with Andrew Luck, might have snuck in the playoffs. We would have got drummed in the playoffs, but we might have snuck the playoffs. That's what the NFL is. The parody is so real. This year, it was insane. And we've asked everybody that's been in there, and nobody's been able to give us an answer. Why was this year so absurd, do you think? Like 56-14 or whatever. And then, I mean, the Colts lost to Jacksonville in the last week. Oh. Big dog, Willie Cologne. Hey, how you doing? Keep it moving. That dude is electrifying. The Colts lost to Jacksonville Jaguars. We watch Hard Knocks. The Colts have a good organization, good program, good players. Clown Town was literally Clown Town because their fans were so embarrassed by how it was running. The Jags beat the Colts. Why do you think this year there was so much fucking weird shit that happened across the NFL? That's a great question. Um, you know, obviously COVID had something to do with it throughout the year, but um, in that in that situation with the Colts and Jags, I mean, I don't know. What did, what did other players say to you? Like, what, what was their answer for that? They had no, nobody had – everybody was like, they don't know why. It was definitely happening. Like, Austin Eckler came on and we talked to him because there were some games where they were, mm-hmm. like, maybe going to win the Super Bowl. They were like, people were like, this Chargers team could go. And then there was periods of, uh, of the season where they would just lose. It was like yep. – none of it made sense, it felt like. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, that's the beauty of the NFL. I mean – you look at the, the you Chiefs. You get in a groove? You, you feel like you're in a groove, though, in the season, like week to week, or is it just game to game? It's game to game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, I mean, it's tough. Is it ever quarter to quarter? Like, yeah, I felt great in the first, <laughs> and then second. Like, does it ever happen mid-game where you feel like, hey, I'm in the zone, I have it, and then boom, I don't? Yeah, um, and I'll, you know how 
it, all it takes is one one play. Oh yeah. Um, and it might be not even be a play when you're on the field. It could be a special teams play. You're up maybe four points, and you had a great long drive, and now you're up with three minutes left, and you kick off, and they run it back for a touchdown. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's gone. Yeah. It, it's gone. Yeah. Everything you just work for, you know, it just, <laughs> kind of just you know. Yeah. So that and that's why I love the NFL. Um, again, like earlier this year, uh, the, the the Chiefs. Everyone was ready to write the Chiefs off. You know, they, they've lost it. This, this and that. And then they became the Chiefs again. They became the Chiefs yeah. again. And, and then they didn't. Yeah. In the second half of a game. It was like none of it makes sense, but that's why the league is the way it is. Yep. That's why people keep looking around. Um, whenever you think about next season, what are your thoughts? What are your projections? What are you getting better at? Like situational. Is that something you are gonna like study up on? And do you think quarterbacks around the league? I don't know what it's like for you, but there are some situations that happen in Dallas, obviously, a team yep. that you guys love. Uh, there are some situations situationally where timeouts were taken or clock management was happening where everybody at home was like, these dudes are idiots. What, what are they even doing? How much do you think you have to know those situations as well as a quarterback? And how much do you think that is something you study and focus on going into a season? Yeah, it's it's a big deal. You know, as a quarterback, you need to know every situation. Um you know, let's just, let's just say that you get down in the red zone. You have points. You have at least three points. Cannot turn the ball. Don't turn the ball over. And I did that numerous times this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something you just you keep beating your head over. And um, again, it was my first year starting this year, and it's not my first time ever playing. I know not to do that, but it, it was a, it was a big learning experience this year. And I, th- I feel like I got better throughout the year. Um, there's still a lot lot to improve on. Uh, defense gets slower whenever as the season went on. Absolutely. Yeah, like you're being able to see what the hell is potentially happening. And that's why I think I almost got that that second shot. You know, when I came in and played Tampa in that playoff game, when I was sitting after sitting on the couch so training, I, he had that yeah. seven. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, that's what you did. You did that sweet dive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, when I made that dive this year in week 18, I was I was hurting. I, you know, <laughs> so from so from coming off the couch and playing in like a playoff game, you 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 can definitely tell the difference between the speed of you know at that time of the year versus week one through six. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to see what you do next year as the leader of the commanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you guys. Because we are commanders. I got to practice on that. Sounds like you don't love it. Do you yeah, not? Wait. A little Hold indifferent. On. A little indifferent but, there. Oh. Who? who, who where did that come from? <laughs> you said it they, before. Okay, that's, they thought they acted like this was the official team chant. There was a guy standing outside the stadium with four people behind him doing this chant. Now they said, "No, their whole stadium." No, they were the they were your super so fans. Yeah, he worked super for the commander. team. Yeah, yeah, we thought he worked for. That's the team. where this came from. He was representing the entire organization. Yeah. Okay, I was about to feel bad because I didn't know if it was like posted on our Instagram and I just missed the memo. You did. You didn't miss anything. Well, maybe uh, it depends on whose Instagram because this yeah. person seemed to have a lot of authority over the commanders. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna get to a break. We can't thank. Thank you enough for joining us. You're the absolute best. Good luck this year. Good luck this offseason. Enjoy LA for the first time. And is this your first Super Bowl experience? No, I've been I've been to a couple in the previous years, but this is this is pretty cool. I like it. Go get some new shoes too. Yeah. Go oh, shake yeah. some hands, kiss some babies. Stay away from the alleys that you shouldn't go down. Yeah, big time. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Taylor Haneke. Thank you very much. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions. 
millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, We are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, We love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Uh, joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, wide receiver out of the Alabama pipeline. He's obviously on the Denver Broncos, heading into year three, an absolute superstar. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Judy. That was electric. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, best. Yeah, edge, best awesome. This guy is awesome. Hey, don't. Let, hey, if you're a Green Bay Packers fan, you do not want to let Aaron watch what's about to happen. I think. Hey, you are. That was the best entrance all week. Last person coming in, yeah, best yeah. entrance all week. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Everybody's kind of scared of those chains, and people are scared of coming out here. You, oh, not right. you at all. No, no, ready for Crush. the match. Right through them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for joining us. No problem, no problem. Thanks uh, for having me. Hey, let's just let's just dive right into it. Why do you think everybody at Alabama is better than everybody? Is it because Alabama <laughs> people have all the best players of all time, and you compete against each other, you learn from each other? Or what, uh, do you, what do you think it is? The swag, the natural shit? What is it? I mean, you just answered the question. Yeah. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is, though? We hear that answer from everybody that comes from Alabama. That's a real thing, though. Every single day, we are battling. Is yeah. That... yeah, that's what it is. Every single day, you know, we've got great players from around the country, um, top players from around the country country going against them every day in practice so you don't got no choice but to become better you feel me so yeah it's exciting you know and having a great coach like coach Saban putting you in the right position um him being the great leader he is um you don't got no choice but to become great when you go to Bama. Yeah, well, I mean, you can go other places, too. Let's <laughs> if you want to start going to West Virginia and maybe hit the transfer portal, go ahead and feel free to do that. I mean, that'd be fantastic. There's a lot of guys there at Alabama. Don't worry about going elsewhere. Uh, it's part of the charm. You go to the Denver Broncos. Uh, you have a new regime coming in, right? Yeah. But that new regime offensively has been very proficient. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume you're very excited about the future with the Broncos right now? Yeah, you know, great having the um, coach Hackett, you know, great offensive of guru. Um you know, he brings great energy to the facility. Great guy. So I'm excited Have to see you what he's doing. Have you talked to him? Yeah, I talked to him. How'd it go? Phone, Zoom, FaceTime? Uh, I talked to um, uh, I met him in person. Yeah, oh. I met him in person. Yeah, we talked a little bit, chopped it up. Handshake that. Hug. Oh, okay. We talked on the phone before, but he, he already said, hey, when you see me, it's going to be hugged, so get ready. <laughs> you got to love that energy, right? V- yeah. Vastly different than a defensive coach. You had an offensive coach now, so things are probably going to change strategy-wise. And granted, you're only going into year three, but you've yeah. probably learned a lot about the business of yeah. the NFL. And how yeah. about on the field? What do you think you've learned from the beginning of your days in the NFL till now? Uh, you know, just, just really, for real, just knowing, like, your um, – what reads you are as an in, in, in the offense, you know, learn like, okay, on this route, I can slow it down because I'm the third read, you know, or this, uh. or I'm the first read, so you you might have to hurry up because you see the blitz. Just seeing seeing different defenses and recognizing different things, that's really the biggest How thing. How much cerebral think. shit's going on in the field that people have no idea about at every position? Oh, man, it'd be a lot of crazy stuff. As a receiver looking, looking for, trying to read the coverages, you know, there'd be safeties. Um, by the DN and just run back there to cover two. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. how are you supposed to see that? Right, I'm with you. So it's like, stuff like that. Other than that, it's, it's all good. AJ, go ahead, bro. When you were at Alabama, you mentioned Saban. You guys also have 
a ton of other great coaches on that staff, yeah. like NFL coaches that have maybe you know transitioning, trying to figure things out. What Falling was that off, like? Yeah. Just having all of those guys, and also Saban. I'm so intrigued by what he was like day to day. Like, was yeah. he is he always on? You guys always a grinder? Is he does he ever laugh and have fun? We've seen him dance with recruits, but that's about it. Yeah, on the lake. yeah. Um, no complete. Com- Complacency. I can't even Complacency. get the word. Complacency. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. get the word. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're good. But with Coach Saban, you already know what you're getting from Coach Saban. You know, and every day, every same day, guy, same guy, same way. He he walk in the offense the same way. This is what he do. Let's see. Every, Let's every, see every, every time. Oh, I gotta get no, you're good. Yeah, you do whatever you want. He walk in the office with his little cup. <laughs> put his cup down. Every day, every day, every day, and nothing changed. I think he take the same amount of steps every day too. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird, but at the same time, at the same time, that's what that what makes him great. Yeah, the model of consistency, I think, has been Alabama. It sounds like the head coach is a robot of a man, but that is tough to accomplish whenever you're at the top of the world. How do you think he remains like competitive? Why do you think Alabama has remained at top for so long? And as soon as Saban retires, what ten years? He just signed his seven Uh, billion dollar deal. Well, as soon as he retires, is that going to fall off, or you think that Alabama thing's forever? Uh, uh, I mean, oh, 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 Bama's dead. No, it's not dead now. Coach was still there. I never said that. I never said that now. I never said that now. But it's hard to go against Saban. As long as he there, all I know is Ben going to keep on rolling. Hey. Hell yeah. Roll motherfucking tide. Roll tide. <laughs> roll tide down there. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Jerry, speaking of roll tide, I'm a Pats fan, so we just got Mac Jones. There's been some pretty legendary stories about him talking shit to Saban in practice before he was the starter. Were you uh, privy to any of that shit talk? Or was um, he- no, Mac Jones, he probably said something kind of funny or, or, or something like that, but I was never around to see the, the, the shit talking with them, <laughs> them two. But what do you think was. about Mac and his whole rise? And his, his come, I mean, you think about Tua, you think about Mac, you think about Jalen, obviously, he, he went other way. But the quarterbacks, like, who – I mean, Tua came in and just did his thing. But it feels like in Alabama, just like in every other position, like the quarter – Mac sat back and just did practice yeah. and learned film, I think, and everything yeah. like that. What yeah. do you think about the Alabama successful quarterbacks here that have kind of been on a run? You know, it just uh, – um, that, that just speaks on the volume of the type of guys they are, really. You know, Jalen, we had Tua, now Mac, you know, just – all them great guys being together in one room, you know, so they pick a lot of stuff off of each other, and that's why they're in the position they're in now. How do people not get – there's no jealousy, huh, in that building? You can't because you're just competing with everybody, I guess, because yeah, a lot of superstars go into one place. So yeah. everybody's – like in the NFL, everybody's a guy in the NFL. Yeah. Like, no matter what college you come from in the NFL, everybody's a guy. Yeah. In Alabama, it feels like everybody was a high school guy, right? Yeah. And how do, how, do they man, how do you manage that, you think? You mean some people, you know, you, you take it as, oh, this – just to show the way that I'm the best. So you, you go out there and compete each and every day. You know, some people don't probably not get opportunity, but, you know, some people just wait their turn and just take advantage when the opportunity presents itself. So you that's what they did. You were so much fun to watch in college, and obviously yeah. at Denver, you're fucking unbelievable. Who knows who your next quarterback is? Have you thought about all that? No, nah, no, nah, I ain't think about that. You staying know, out the, of it. Yeah, I'm staying out of it. You know, that's the... That's above my pay grade, so I just, <laughs> so I just hey, I control what I control and do what I do. Go ahead, Ty. Why do you think it is, like, we're seeing now that, uh, when rookie receivers come into the league that they're just putting on and playing unbelievable right away, whereas, you know, 10 years ago that maybe wasn't the case. Why do you think it is, like, did you feel like you were just ready to pick up everything and go when you got into the NFL, and is it that because of Bama, or 
Why do you think so many of these young guys are showing out right away? I feel like it's a, uh, it got a little bit to do with Bama, but at the same time, when you know, at the end of the day, it's football. So you got to come in. You gotta, you know, you gotta compete. You know that other guys are probably better, or you gonna have to find a way to get better or be as good as them. So, at the end of the day, it's football. So I don't really take it too much as like, oh, I'm in the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. I've been playing football since I was little. You feel me? At the end of the day, nothing really could change. They not, <laughs> nothing too much to to change. You feel me? So, yeah, that's it. Really. What do you work on in the off season? Cuts, what do, you, what do you work on? What is, like, the little things you try to – are you going to be doing any of those uh, – what are those sweet uh, magic feet? Oh, yeah. Magic feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do you want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Little, little quick feet. So, you know, I'm always going to have to get them. You know, I, I got to keep the feet right. So, I'm always going to do something like that. But, you know, during the offseason, I'm trying to work on my stamina. You know, once you can run all day and nobody can stop you, you can run all day and yeah. not get tired. Oh, you doing Peloton? You get on the Peloton? A lot of people on the Peloton. Uh, I don't know about that. but Oh, so you like you're this off season? It's like, hey, I, I'm trying to get my stand. I'm trying to run all day at all max day. speed. All day at max speed. I could run a bomb. I could catch a fifty yard slant, come back and run a fifty yard bomb without getting tired. Is there a reason why you want to do that? Did you experience that last year? Denver, obviously, mile high. Everybody talks about that it being a game changer. Have you experienced that, or is this just where you want to take your game to the next level? I mean, I, I think that this is why I want to take my game to the next level because I feel like you know. When you get tired, you can't really move how you want to because you think about, I need to catch my breath. But once you, <laughs> when you ain't worried about being tired, you could do whatever you want and you can play all day. And the, the person in front of you going to be tired, you still got enough fuel to keep going. So, yeah, that's why I want to do it. How about the city of Denver? Fucking awesome, huh? Yeah, it's very a, laid back. You love it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yes. Where are you from originally? I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, South Florida. Mm. Yeah, Florida boy in the building. Hey, hey, hey. hey, by the way, we have talked about, like, Ohio guys, or you know exactly what you're getting from somebody from Ohio. You know exactly what you're getting from somebody from South Florida as well. Yeah. Like, hey, you know it's going to work ass off, probably going to be faster than you were going to be, yeah. and there's going to be shit talk. Are, yeah. you, are you a good shit talker? Yeah, I mean, if, if, it depends. If you shit talk me, then I'm going to shit talk you right back. But there ain't no pressure, then we're going to keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is awesome. Go ahead, Carl. Yeah, Jerry, uh, do you feel like with Cortland Sutton being healthy and Noah Fant being healthy, like Denver is the premier spot for a quarterback to go that either you draft or, you know, one of the ones in the carousel this year? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, we got great dudes all over. We got great running back, great line, great defense, great receivers. Uh, I feel like, why not? (laughs) How about the defense? Defense loses Von Miller out of nowhere, right? I mean, allegedly, we're told Von Miller had no idea that was happening, which is wild to think about in the NFL, especially with who Von Miller is as a player and as a person. It's crazy that they're like, yeah, actually, you didn't want to trade, but fuck you, get you out of here. Which It's worked out. Obviously, he's in the Super Bowl. But the defense continued to play very well. That team, it feels like, why do you think it – you think it's because the Chiefs are in the division you don't get talked about as much? Because I remember last season when Aaron Rodgers was potentially traveling somewhere, everybody's like, if he goes to Denver, that team is a Super Bowl-ready team. Yeah. But it doesn't get a lot of national conversation. Why do you think that is? Uh, you know, probably because not enough wins or something like that. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what they see, but I don't know they're going to know us in the future, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate you for joining us, man. You're the best. No, thanks for having me. For sure. You're a really cool dude. Thank you. Appreciate it. You've been it. doing a lot of these shows out here? What is everybody asking about? Uh, same thing. Quarterback. Uh, 
Who'd you say? Did you say anything that like maybe uh, were you like you know Aaron Rodgers would be a great quarterback for the Broncos? That would just drop a bomb <laughs> wherever you were to say it. Have I you mean, said anything like that? No, nah, I ain't said nothing like that. I mean, he is a great quarterback. Why? Who wouldn't want to play with Aaron Rodgers? But at the same time, we got two great dudes that uh, we competed with. Um, but like I said, that's above my pay grade. I don't got nothing to do with it. I'm going to do what I what, what I got to do. Hey, by the way, great answer right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good answer. Yeah. That was solid. Yeah. Always been good media or is it something you had to grow into? I ain't like, I'm, uh, that's something I had to grow into. Media was not really my thing. <laughs> I think this is my best interview I ever did. Yeah! Yeah! We're very thankful. I mean, you yeah. came in like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Best pre- we got a Nick Saban impression that probably most people haven't seen as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it probably just real. the energy. You just, you just chilling. Like, I'm with, <laughs> with my dog, just chilling, having a conversation. Yeah. Hey, well, anytime you want to come back, man, we'd love it. For sure, for sure. Can't wait to watch you going forward. Can't wait to see what happens with this offense. I assume it's going to be a West Coast style lava. You're going to be getting a rock. There's going to be a lot of reads. I think this is it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by, man. Have an incredible Super Bowl week. Thank you. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Us now is an absolute NFL legend. A man who was a teammate of mine with the Indianapolis Colts. He was also a member of the Washington Commanders. Been around the NFL a long time. Friend of the show, entrepreneur, ladies and gentlemen, Pierre Garçon. You got the commanders yeah. here. You got the zip up too. I like yeah. it. Uh, I'm not. Hey, is that the uh, commanders alum there? That's pretty sweet. sweet. Commanders alum right there. Yes, sir. Hey, Pierre, love seeing you out and about. Yes, love sir. seeing you have success. Love seeing you, you hustle. Love seeing everything about you, buddy. How you doing? It. Did the commander send you that immediately upon a new immediately name change? Immediately with the Leatherman jacket, too. It was, it was amazing. Oh. They got a lot of nice gear. Uh, <laughs> are they trying to bring you back into the fold? Are they saying, hey, we got to rebuild this thing because it was tearing down completely? Uh, they trying to get me back in there, but you know, I told them my knees are not about it. <laughs> hey, how many, years, how many years were you in Washington? Five. How many years were you with the Colts? Four. And then you were also... Two in San Francisco. Hey, that's a yeah. hell of a career. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, whenever you think about uh, your career and the evolution of, let's say, offenses or in general, mm-hmm. why do you think like Shanahan and them have success? And and why do you he, think he, like there's some teams that are going and some teams that are not? He gives the ball to his ballers. Like That's what he does. Debo and George Kittle take over the game. That's what they do. They put the ball in your hand. That's what he did with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Bengals then. The Bengals have three guys over a thousand yards Joey mm-hmm. Burrow is able to pick apart and he's able to equally distribute you have to love everything about that I definitely love Joe Burrow and love what um, Jamar Chase is doing you know for a young guy for a young receiver to you know go to the Super Bowl your first year and you're a big part of it it's a great feeling man. how uh, what do you think is there these young guys are going to learn through like from year one with the Colts so year 10 or whatever with the mm-hmm. Niners, what did you learn? What was the biggest part of it? Was it the way you read defenses? Was it the way you train? What is it about? Honestly, yeah, things get easier your second year where you kind of know what to expect. You know the coverage. You kind of know how linebackers are set up, how, you know, they start sliding over. They're kind of going to play cover three or how far back the DB is. Like, you kind of speed up the game faster. The place don't change as much, but you're just ahead of the game that much faster. Uh, Can I ask you if any of these young guys remind you, this dude was a dog trying to fight people. (laughs) Ooh, Shit talking. No, No, not trying to fight, but if they wanted to. (laughs) But if they wanted to, that was was that how you always played? Was that something you developed? What do you think? It's it's like, you know, something you play with, like, hey, I'm I'm about that life. (laughs) (laughs) But your mouthpiece used to, I mean, everything about you was like, 
when you got on the field, it was a game changer. It was it, awesome. It was, it was my job, man. I was playing life or death every day out there. <laughs> yeah, and you, by the way, trying to headhunt blocking, like, hey, he's going to block. That's how I get defenders back. You know, They yeah. love to hit me, so whenever I get a chance to block. you. Know, <laughs> what was that school? D, D, Mount Union. Mount Union, yeah. D3? D3, yeah. yes. I don't know if they were D2 or D3, but I would assume that was something you wore as a badge of honor, and that's why you tried to just absolutely take every rep 3,000%. <laughs> I tried to represent because there's a lot of guys I played with at D3 that, you know, wish they were in the NFL, and they watch me, and they're like, hey, man, you could have did better, and I don't want to <laughs> let those guys down. Could you imagine you didn't give full effort as a Mount Union guy? They'd exactly. kill you. Exactly. Go ahead, AJ. You're yeah. wasting opportunities. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Like, Mount Union is a legendary school. Like, yes. it really is yes. for what they, what they have done there. But you mentioned mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we see all these young offensive guru coaches mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. hired, like, what does a great offensive play caller do other than just – is it just find a way to get one-on-one matchups with the best guys? Did you see him put Trent Williams in motion? To- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what he does. He used his ballers. He used those guys, those impact players. He, Is he, he always thinking about, okay, how can, always- I, how can I find a way to run yes. this where we haven't yes. made it oh, look so like Oh, so it's player-driven as opposed to position-driven. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. you know, depending on the position of that player. <laughs> <laughs> he put Trent in motion. Next, he's going to get Trent a jet sweep. That's that's ooh, that's where we're yeah. Well, actually, I mean, he overthought himself there, actually, because he did it the one week. It got all the hype. Then the next week, McVeigh was also like, he's not going to do that again. They're going to do a little dive, and they <laughs> caught him. But that's like that always. Going and whenever and I say it's worried about the player, not the position, for instance, you have plays where the X does this, the Y does this, we're going to do this. But then if you have Debo Samuel, it's like, well, actually, we can drop a play right where Debo is doing <laughs> mm-hmm. this as opposed to this. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's the evolution of the game. You look at Cordero Patterson down in Atlanta. Yes, yeah. You look at Debo Samuel. That would have been something I think you would have been good at as well because you were a returner, you ran yes. hard, you were fast. Is this going to be what, something we continue to see, you think? I, I hope not because guys are going to get tired. Guys' bodies going to hurt. You, like, like, you know, we love the stats that they're receiving, but, like, that's a long that's a long season. When you're running the ball and catching the ball and, you know, 2,000 yards is hard on anybody's body. Long season, 17 games. Yeah, yeah, and there's a long season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got all that on top, and you got big heads like that one right next to you. Yeah. They're trying to, try to kill you. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, he's, he's trying to kill me. What are you talking about? Yeah, does, I just try to get back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try to kill me. Well, man, we watch you play all the time, man. Listen, we were scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Pierre's a dog, though. Like, hey, yes. Pierre is a- I know Pierre well, but wait a minute. He's got a hard head, too. <laughs> 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 Good time. Pierre, you obviously got broken off in Washington. But, uh, Congrats, man. How, how, how different was it when you go from Indy and playing with Peyton and everything, and then you get to Washington? You obviously get paid, but I imagine it's like, am I even I, in the same league? Man, it's crazy because when I was in Indy, I was just learning a lot. Now I was in Washington. It was like, all right, you're telling us what to do, or you're setting the tempo uh, or your tone uh, in. And that's what kept me playing harder because I was like, all right, I'm the man now, so I got to represent the way Reggie and Marvin was doing and Dallas Clark and those guys like – all right, just keep playing well, which, you know, you don't have to talk much. You just have to play well. Then things will fall into place. So. A lot of pressure? It wasn't. Off the you field? Know, it was just more attention. It was just more attention because you made the most on the team. So they're mm-hmm. like, all right, why'd you drop that pass? Well, it was a low wall. You're supposed to catch it because you mm-hmm. made this amount of money. Like, well, anybody could have dropped it or, you know, it wasn't <laughs> there. But, you know, it's just more attention. I was like, all right. Mm. You were awesome yeah. in any of them, man. You were so you were beloved by everybody, it. dude. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Indy loved me. I loved Indy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Pierre. Pat has told this story before, but is uh, it true? Yes. Uh, you dragged him to a date raffle in Indianapolous. <laughs> is that what it was? We, he signed we, me up for it. He didn't drag. He signed me up for it. I <laughs> yeah. learned about it on the radio. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. We always, <laughs> we always did community events, and we ended up in crazy places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was driving down. The, the story is I'm driving in my car, and all of a sudden I'm listening to the radio, and all of a sudden and it says, uh, come to this 
testing uh, event. <laughs> you could win a date with Pierre Garçon and, and I think they even said like Pat McAfee. They, they said my name wrong and I like immediately tagged. I'm like, what are we doing? It was a great event though. I, I enjoyed it. I was bamboozled, but it was, it was <laughs> I was just being a nice guy. I was like, all right, sure, I'll go to your event. And then, you know, that's the way it turned out to be. I was like, all right. <laughs> but I was like, I got a chance to hang out with Pierre a lot. His interactions with people, the way he gave back to the city and the time, you had a good time too. You were like an actual dude. Yeah, we had a good time. You were a good guy, man. You were a great guy. I was very lucky to be teammates with you. I know. I appreciate you, man. He made us smile every day. From the first day in the locker room, he had these Jordan cleats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, this guy, he's got Jordan cleats. He's the punter. He's wearing Jordan cleats. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they were just hanging around. I found out I shouldn't have had those on. Those are, Marvin, those are Marvin's cleats, Marvin Harrison cleats. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were. And I was like, well, I should not be wearing these. But I did go hard in the sprints. I think I maybe won some people over. But Pierre, you're the best, man. Nah, uh, we still in the compression? Compression game? business, yeah. We're going to grow the line and do more products. You know, it's going to be a medical product where we're going to do knee sleeves, elbow oh. sleeves, and, oh. and help the guy. Yeah, yeah, he needs them over there, especially all the booze this guy's been having. This <laughs> yes. Bingo. And maybe change life a little bit for travel. We appreciate <laughs> you stopping by, nah, man. I appreciate you guys. You're the man. best. Ladies appreciate and gentlemen, Pierre Garçon. Yeah, Pierre. Thank you, Pierre. Appreciate you, man. All right, we have to. Uh, Connor. That's like a nice jacket. You want it? You want it? You want it? Look, 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 it looked like it was my size. Not two days in a row. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen, Pierre. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right, Mag that was awesome. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. So Pierre obviously saw what happened yesterday. Yeah, saw yeah. the whole thing, which is amazing. Could you? That thing's very large. Sorry, uh, Diggs, I don't think your mic is on. We we, uh, we made sure that he uh, was going to do that. that oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, smart, smart, maybe smarten him up on that thing. Let's get to our picks here as this beautiful show wraps. Cam Hayward's head is the size of that <laughs> pillar of. Holy <laughs> shit! Could, could you imagine? Yeah, I could. Just stick. No, he's on your side of the ball. Yeah. He's on your side of the ball. Do you guys size up heads? No, I mean, I, from from afar, I have respected his the size of his skull for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding? I mean, his dad's, name, his dad's name was Ironhead. Iron I mean, are you kidding me? All right, let's get to this because uh, the show's wrapping up here from Radio Row. Uh, we appreciate everybody who has listened all week long. We have had so much fun here. We've had so much magic happen, and we are very lucky for everything. Uh, before we get out of here, we got to do a couple things. Diggs, will you please give us that quick stat that you oh, yeah, learned yeah, yeah. from the FanDuel folks about the score on The Simpsons? So that was, isn't real. I was hmm. talking to head bookmaker of FanDuel Sports. Uh, he said their liability, which is if 34-31 Bengals happens, they will lose $40 million. Ooh. Holy <laughs> That is wow. awesome. Remember, we'll have a risk-free same-game parlay uh, being promoted on Sunday. We have a party tomorrow night that will be streaming live at YouTube.com forward slash The Pat McAfee Show. I believe that starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. There will be a lot of superstars there and $200,000 up for grabs. A.J. Hawk, your pick for the Super Bowl. The spread is four right now. Rams are favored. Bengals home team wearing the all blacks. I'm taking. I'm, I'm giving you a score too. Bengals 31, Rams 28. Whoa, uh, whoa. I like the. Oh, I know it's hard. Tough. Do it. Give me the Rams minus four. Wow. wow. Okay. Woo. 
Give me the Bengals plus four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I like the Bengals plus four. Final answer. Okay. Chris Mad Dog Russo's next. Have an incredible weekend. We'll see you Monday. Nailed it. Right on. I mean, that Nailed was it. on the screws. Right on so the screws. we're on the same side then. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. nice. All season, when you're on the same side, typically it goes well. Hey, you yeah. were forced to do it, though, because you live in Ohio, yeah. and people would have yeah. showed up at the house and done that whole thing. You're an alumni of the Bengals. You grew up as a big diehard of that. Give me that. Give me that chili. Oh, Skyline. Yeah. I love Skyline. Give me the Skyline. Skyline. Oh, oh, my God. I'm going to go get Jeff Ruby steaks. I'm going to cut them down with my pinkies. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you had to pick them. Yeah. I actually thought I'll take the team getting the points, although the Rams could win literally by 45 points. In my ass. Like, I think they actually could do that, yeah. but I like the Rams. Or I like the Bengals plus four. <laughs> Are the Bengals going to win? No, I don't know. I don't okay. care. Yeah, Doesn't matter. Hey, listen, that ain't, that, ain't, that ain't for me to worry about. Yeah, me either. You think they're going to win? Yeah. Well, it is for you to worry about. You just I do. gave a correct score. No, I think they're going to win. You said, yeah, you actually gave two I'm not gonna worry. I'm not going to worry about it, but I think they're going to win. I can win this weekend because I'll go 1-0 and and you'll go 1-1 one and because if your score's wrong, boom. You lose. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You made it that you way. Good. It. You decided. Good. Like, hey. You said, hey, listen up. I would like to do... One further, mm-hmm. you guys are picking the bets and the spreads and blah blah blah. I'm going exacto because okay. I'm yeah, doing did. score out there. You probably so I don't know. I what, can go two and zero. You can go one and zero. That's what you mean. Bingo. Got it. But you could also Deal. very easily go one and one or zero and two. Yeah. That's right. I can only go on one. So no matter the case, I'm wow. probably going to win this one. Wow. wow. Okay. That's how you do it. That's, how about that? Well done. How about us coming full circle? <laughs> well year. done. I really like what we did there. Here we go. And some things we say on this show are for us, but I want to let you know this is also a gift to all of you who might not know who this person is. This person is heard and seen yelling on a daily basis in our office on at least one of the TVs. If you have the channel Sports Grid, this guy should be on for 24 hours straight because the electricity, the big brain. Ladies and gentlemen, at Sports Rage, Gabe Morenzi. Good to see you, no big hug. All right, look at that jacket, man. Beautiful jacket. It's like you look like Evil Knievel, Gabe. Come on, yeah, Gabe. Let's go. Okay. Woo. Yes. That's what we needed, dude. Yes. I can't believe we waited until the very last hour of this entire thing. We needed that on Tuesday. Mm. We needed that on Wednesday. We needed that on Thursday. Now that we're out here, we're staying in an Airbnb. We don't get a chance to watch your bald head spew greatness <laughs> on a daily basis like we do at the office. It is great to see you, Gabe. Hey, no, this is awesome. I've done a lot of things in my career and my life. This is as good as it gets. Hand it with McAfee, <laughs> Hawk, Hammer, Don, Don. the crew. And I tell you what. I tell you what, as uh, Coach Harbaugh says, who has it better than us? Nobody! That's right. You might hear a little accent there. Gabe is Canadian. (laughs) Gabe is Uh Canadian. Uh, Loves sports, loves gambling, loves chatting. Uh, Your jacket does look phenomenal. What do you think? You look like Evil Evil, man. I like it. It's sweet. the back is what's on the back. What's on my back? The skyline. The back is what sells. Yeah, oh, oh my god! Look at that. Yeah, the huh? camera's that way again. Camera's that way. <laughs> <laughs> camera's there. There you go. Yeah, that's what 
I'm Woo! talking about. Hey, every NFL player, every baller yeah. in the room, yeah. they're the ones that like it. And every gangbanger on the street. Yeah, Those right. are the two. Okay. Like, I'm walking That's down the street. Nice. There's nice. dudes. I hear them talk about my back. In yeah. fact, though, I'll tell you a quick story outside. Okay. Hey, by the way, me and AJ love the jacket as well. I'm wearing the pass outside. I was getting some air across the street. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and so a car pulls up. And they're like, hey, yo, bro, uh, can you get us tickets to the Super Bowl? And they say, you see, is that a Super Bowl uh, pass? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just, uh, just for a convention type thing. Yeah. They're like, you said, come on, man. You're, I, we, we know you're somebody. Come on, get us in. They're oh. sort of getting more into it. Here we go. Then one of the guys in the back, what about that jacket? Oh. oh. Can I get one of those? Yeah. No. And I was like, nah, those are 200 bucks, bro. No, you got to earn yeah, these. Yeah, you got to go pick some winners. Yeah, you got to pick some winners. You got to earn one of these. You got to earn one of these. Whenever you look at this game gambling-wise, AJ and I forced ourselves to make the pick last hour without much thought. We've gone both ways on this entire game, Gabe. Uh, we see the Rams could win by 50. The Rams could win by 50. The Bengals could win. By one, by two, by ten. Who? I have no idea how to pick this game. You are a guy who talks about gambling all day, every day. You're incredibly entertaining in this uh, department. What and how are you thinking about the game on Sunday? Well, I'll tell you what. It's a tough, you know, it's an interesting game. I think you guys are bang on, though, as far as if the Rams can win in a blowout, no one's going to be surprised. At all. If the Bengals win, it's going to be Money Mac, last-minute field goal, Joe, Joe Burrow, Magic. I think if anyone's getting blown out, it will be. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, listen, there's been 55 Super Bowls. Only six times has the point spread mattered, Pat. Oh. Yeah. The last really? time, the last time, guys, that a team lost the Super Bowl and actually covered a point spread was the Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, Steelers? Steelers. Yeah, against the Steelers in, like, 2009. And I used to have hair, and AJ had longer hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? It, was, it was a long, long, Boom. long time ago. Boom. So think about it. It's only, only six freaking times. There's been two pushes, but only six times. So if you like the Bengals, you take them on the money line as well. That's what I'm getting. And if you like the Rams, don't be scared. I got the Rams winning by six points. Oh, wow. I'll just get to the chase here. 30. Do you have hold on? Do you have an algorithm, a points thing? Do you punch things in? Oh, or is this just I, hate, the game? I hate people like that. Uh, a lot of gambling them. people do that. Uh, I know. I'm, no, I'm an old school. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say I hate the data and stuff. I'm not a supercomputer geek. Yeah. I'm one of these sort of, I soak it all in. Oh, yeah. But, You're yeah. a well-rounded. You don't trust your instincts yes. or what? Yes, no, but I actually I trust the players and the athletes. Okay. I, you know, I throw everything out. Who's, gonna, who's, who's in the best frame of mind? Like, coming to this, I like the Rams. I like McVay being here for the second time. I like OBJ. How can anybody be nervous in a room, AJ? You know, I think the first time they played, they were nervous. They played against the Patriots. You played Belichick. Jared Goff was a young quarterback. McVay didn't adjust to McVay's his own. like 32 years old. Exactly, yeah. man. You know, now you're getting Zach Taylor. He's not as intimidated. you got Von Miller in the room before. He's been a Super Bowl MVP. OBJ's just, you know, he's chill, man. OBJ would be wearing a jacket Hey, like that's this. a good that's prop, right. by the yeah. way. That's yeah. a good prop. I like OBJ to score the first touchdown of the game, Ooh. plus 900. Oh, yes. I like because that. Because McVay's going to want to feed, and Matthew Stafford's going to want to feed. Get him involved, gets the crowd involved, get a little dancing going oh, in the end zone. Yeah. Let's go, man. Hey, a little salsa. Go ahead, AJ. Well, Gabe, so when you, how many, have you ever been to the Super Bowl in person? Yes. How many? Uh, the first one I was at was uh, was actually at the Nipplegate, of all ones. Oh, Did you know what was happening Jack in real Jackson. time? Nah, I had a few uh, too many drinks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was getting drunk with Rob Dibble. Remember Dibble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dibble. Oh, yeah, Dibble had heat. Oh, yeah. Cool dude. Cool dude. Yeah, he threw a fucking gas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The nasty boys. Oh, yeah. They used to come out headbutting. Yeah. They were. Oh, hell yeah. They were playing around. 
Um, I was at the, uh, I did the, the, the last one, and uh, I did a broadcast at the Pontiac Silverdome. Okay. They put us out like the Silverdome. Silverdome. The, Silverdome. the game was at Ford Field, Pat, so of course they put me at the Silverdome. <laughs> well, that's Just unbelievable. like you saw me. I'm at, I was yeah. like an airport lounge here. You Why? Saw me. Yeah. I'm in the fucking back in the back. Hey, we, we came here on Monday. We came here on Monday night. We came here on yeah. Monday night to move into this thing. We're going to start doing Tuesday. We were, Zito was putting everything together. Just came to check it out the night before we got started on Tuesday morning over here. There's not a single soul in the building, but there is Gabe yelling yep. way out there, and I was like, "Wait, I thought this was a Sports Grid. I thought Sports Grid was also here." You said, "No, they weren't happy on the stage." <laughs> it's way That's unbelievable, Gabe. What's the deal? Well, that a, yeah, it's basically, uh, you know, we arrived. We're like, "Wow, what a set!" I didn't really think I was going to do the show, and they said, "No, this is also the Sports Grid set." I guess yeah, that's what we. That's other what, host of sports. I thought I was the only host. <laughs> 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 yeah. What's going on, on. here? What's uh, going go on here, Gabe? With McVeigh, I know. I mean, he's one of these new school dudes. You know what I mean? Like, if if they if he chokes in this Super Bowl, do you think he's is he done? Is he maybe? No, thinking? he's not done. He's only thirty six, but it'll eat him. What about TV? John Madden though? TV, TV. TV. You know, no. But being zero two is going to eat this guy alive inside. Yeah. I think he gets it done this time. I think I think he gets it done. I think you know. I like the fact they're sticking to the regular season routine and all that crap. Edge, you know what I mean? But I got. What some do you mean by problems. that? Can you explain what they're doing? What do you mean regular well, season I, routine? They're practicing at the exact same time. Okay. Uh, they are. Hey, as a gambler, are you looking for things to reaffirm your feelings or always changing? No, I let it evolve. I try not. I'm not going to lie to you guys. That first Sunday night after, we all remember recent, uh, you know, bias. I was like, I'm not laying four and a half points against this Joe Burrow kid. Yeah. I mean, this guy's Joe Cool, Joe Smooth. Also, Joe Burrow is. Uh, he's never not won or covered a playoff game before. LSU and Cincinnati, Holy as well as Jamar Chase. So this dude is a ATS god. Yeah, he is. And he'll be a kingpin here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, Joe, he really will be Joe Cool. Yeah. Uh, he really will. Be. But speaking of what, he will be running for his life. We know everyone's been talking about the D-line versus the O-line. But instead of talking about it, let's make some fucking money off of it. And he's going to be running for his life. So? All right, so... Rush yards over. It's not rocket science. How many oh, is it? 11. It's 10 and a half now. Oh. It, went up, it went up to 12 and a half, and it's down to 10 and a half because people are stupid. All right? So okay. this, <laughs> this, he's going over the number, guys. He's going to be running for his life. Here's another one as well. What's he going to be doing? He's going to look over. He's going to, oh, my God, here's Vaughn Miller. Here's Aaron Donald. He's going to be dumping it off to Joe Mixon. Oh. Joe Mixon receiving yards, guys, 23 and a half right now. He's gone over this number in five straight games. What? Ooh. He's going to make it six. Money. What? Is and this how about easy? This, Pat? No one would think about this. Matthew Stafford, over five and a half rush yards. He's gone over five and a half rush yards, guys, in all three playoff games. Matthew Stafford's actually Cam Newton in disguise. He's got two rushing touchdowns in the playoffs. Two of the last three games. They you do say that. Okay. Yeah. yeah the, uh, what, the Cam Newton in disguise? Yeah. 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 Oh, you're talking yeah. about his mobility. Yeah. Yes. AJ, yeah. what yeah. were you talking about? Because he can move. Matthew no. Stafford is very but, athletic. I played against him for a long time. Okay, I know exactly what you mean. Sneaky athletic. Oh, dude, it's five For and me, and it's half, not even AJ. sneaky. That's for me, play. he's just athletic and tough as hell. And so. you know what a big game, bro. These guys, like Stafford's not going to run against the Carolina Panthers in November. He's going to be, screw that. Yeah. I'm it's, not taking an unnecessary no. hit. This is the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's the John Elway big, helicopter. He could get that oh, one, yeah. big, one big third down. You know, oh, it's here I got to tuck it down. Backs are turning. I'm taking off. It's yeah. one play. Yeah. Uh, I like OBJ. We talked about the first touchdown. OBJ's only 63 and a half yards. We've really seen, man, how he's really coming to play here. He's going to be in that single coverage where he just does his own thing and runs his own routes where they're all in their own structure. Stafford's got trust with him right now. I think OBJ is a big part of this game. I love you. I love you. Uh, I love, the, the love is reciprocal, bro. Talk about two ways there. You talk about two double sides. Hey, honestly, and let me just throw something at you. 
you're responsible for this. Yeah. And I can tell, I had a couple of guys on, they're like, they use a special ball for the kickoff. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, you stole that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, you didn't know that. So anybody that drops it, I read a preview last night online, and I said, as said on the Pat McAfee show, but you know that prop used to be plus 200, plus 230. This year it's minus 118 right now. What are you talking about? No touchback. Yeah. Uh, it's the hardest prop. Uh, the cappers think they're smart. Oh, well, you know, they use a special ball. It's all because of you, bro. Well, you listen. not only changed the business. Look at this. Give them a hand. No. Nobody cares about <laughs> anything here besides what's going on here. <laughs> no, Dave. Dave, listen. Dave. They're already getting mad at these, us already. We don't need you. Well, did Wiz like light a split up here yesterday? Can I do that? Am I allowed? No, I'm not a rapper. He didn't right? smoke in here. Oh no. Okay. By the way, that was something. <laughs> yeah, that man. was that was an entire yeah. thought. Like I was doing my show. I'm like, oh great, I'm getting crushed. There's like a soccer game over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew we didn't have any beef with you though. You would understand that. But there was some other people I think that were not exactly thrilled. No. I mean, now you're screaming at them as well. I mean, that is a. I did uh, notice a. A heavier presence of law enforcement a few minutes after I arrived. Where? Here? Yeah. A yeah, bunch of them did come cruising right yeah. here. What a sweet Lou. 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 Uh, go ahead, Connor. Uh, yeah, Gabe. Uh, <laughs> me and Gumpy actually watched you live with the Bills Chiefs game. Uh, you've been oh, a Bills you fan your whole life. Yeah, we, we saw it. Oh, was that the most heartbreaking <laughs> defeat of your life? No. Where do you rank that? No, I was totally used to it. Oh. I, I was okay. basically like, uh, welcome to the club, kid. Like, I just looked at younger Bills fans like, yeah. You want to know a crazy story, though, as far as the Bills? Bingo. We're yeah. doing the show yesterday, and uh, I'm pointing at the airport lounge over there. <laughs> so, so, Hold on. We can get there. Lounge 17. Yeah. <laughs> can you you got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah we keep can going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. We're close. Yeah, we're somewhere in there. <laughs> what did I tell you? Yes, sir. I'm in there with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> It is bad. It's been a bad. Us staring at everybody, yelling at everybody's show. Where is yours? Yours is over here, I think. Right? So D'Angelo Williams. I think that's you right back there, right? That that pop that's up. A, that back of that white pop up right there. Close I think that's you, right? No. That's that, like there? a spot to be. I think that's no, yours, isn't it? Yeah, you're focusing on that. Uh, yeah. With the pretzels? Yeah. No, I think that that <laughs> backdrop like right there. Where are we? Yeah, yeah, no, you are. You're right there. Oh, that, You're right. Yeah. That's the NFL alum. I got distracted by the blonde girl there. Yeah. I'm sorry. This one right here? Yeah, this is oh, you yeah, guys right it. here. There we yeah, are. There there are. Man, you're good. Yeah, Coach, you I'm not that good. I was wrong twice. You work for the FBI, too? Hey, the feds actually, <laughs> turns out, shout out to the feds. They, yeah, uh, shout out. The feds actually watch our show. We learned that oh, from I know, I know. From These guys are hardcore guys. They love metal. They love wrestling. They love Mac. Hey, these people have been very cool here, right? I don't know how you've experienced it, but all the people that have worked Super cool. I agree. Super cool. The people that put this whole thing on very, very cool. Put it this way. If we were in, like, Texas or something like that, I wouldn't be doing the things across the street I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Different place down there. Yeah, I did hear it's you Cal earlier say you went across the street to get some fresh air or something like that when the guy was asking you about your, your jacket. I assume there were some vitamins that were involved there. Go ahead, Ty. Renzi, I mean, no one's giving the Bengals a shot here. Why do you think that is? I mean, I, I, personally, you know what I mean? I think, that, I think they're the team to beat them. So on this, Sunday, I really do. I hate using this, too, because I'm not a sharp. I hate throwing all sharp squares. The pro batters, the guys that are betting five dimes, ten dimes, etc., they all think the Rams are going to kill them. They ain't going to mm -hmm. kill them. Johnny Sixpack wants to cash a ticket with the, with the underdog, right? You're Joe Burrow, you're getting, you know, you're getting points, etc. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a game. Like, I think 33-27... 
you know, Rams by six, but maybe it's like, you know, 30 to 20-ish, and maybe, you know, the Bengals are hanging around uh-huh. after. But I like Joe Burrow over 36 and a half um, pass attempts because I think they're going to be playing from behind. And the Rams are very, very quick starters, all right? They are all they always win the race first to 10. Look for the Rams to win the first half. Sort of what happened with Cincinnati. And it's oh, Cincinnati wait, no, McVay used away. to have that record, remember? Yeah, dude, yep. he, he used oh, to have that like record. Oh, it's like 35-0 or something. Yeah, and then half. he lost yeah. one. To I the think. Niners yeah. in Week 18. Yeah, 35-1. Yeah. Yeah, so you're saying they're going to win the first half, and they're going to win the outright game then as well. Yeah, right? And I like more points in the second half than the first half as well. Oh, because they can understand and feel each other out. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a little bit of it. Exactly. The first drive is a little bit scripted. I got a ton of wages. We got over three and a half field goals. I think McPherson. Combined, Ooh, yes. And that, oh. That's a nice uh, made or just attempted? No, made. Okay, yeah, made. Oh. Okay, McPherson needs what two to break he, the record? He needs two to three to break the record. Three, two, yeah. To so no, two not to just time. him though. Combined, both kickers. So nah. will there be over under three and a half field goals in a game? I think there will be. Gabe, Cincinnati have shown they they've shown that they will take the three. I agree. And by the way, they do it and they make it and they win. It's so better I'm, than these analytic guys. That's what oh, I'm about yeah. to say. Cons. What are they like? I don't know who they are. And you get nothing. Like Staley. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, how many Gabe Morenci's impressions are out there, you think? There's, you know what? I don't want to. It's a true story. I swear to God. Uh, I had like an anniversary show once, and before I got there, they did like uh, Gabriel Morenci, who does the best in, in impersonation. Okay. The guy that won died like two days later. Jesus Christ. So I figured it'd be a good idea never to do that ever again. Oh, so no. True story. Hey, everybody. Oh, no. I'm not doing it. Positive story. Well, I've, been, I've, been wor- I've been working on one. I'm going to have to fucking stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. Hey, yeah. I wasn't planning on telling that story today, but it I'm came glad you up. did because I was going to do an impression. Oh, okay. I'm not going to. Now. That's fucking wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm fucking done. You know what I mean? Seriously. <laughs> I didn't Man. see that coming. Can't yeah. fucking, I didn't either. <laughs> see that was a misdirection. Didn't see that coming. Can't fucking do it anymore. You know what I mean? Hey, Gabe. Uh, how long you been doing this? What? How long? It was just my 20th anniversary. Man, we appreciate it. Hey, how about oh, yeah. it, Gabe? Yeah. Hey, you guys rock, man. Did like the guy you guys die? Die? You said it was an anniversary show. Did he die right after that? No, no. It was a couple oh, of days. different anniversary. Okay. I think the guy had a drug problem, though, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace to that man. And I'm happy he at least got a chance to win the impression. Yes, right. <laughs> went out on top. Yeah, he went out on top. He was a true underdog story. Yeah. Kurt Warner. The Rams are going to go out on top. No, they're not underdogs. OBJ gets a Super Bowl championship. Yeah, Matthew Stafford does too. That's right. And Sean McVay. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. And the party uh, goes on. Uh, Sports Grid. Uh, and also follow along at uh, you alright? <laughs> yeah, I was going to casually pick my sunglasses up, put them on. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? They're gone. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I can> lost them. <laughs> <laughs> At Sports Rage. <laughs> I saw him really panicking over there. Yeah. I, mean, I saw some real. I swear to God. No, I sat him down. I saw AJ. I was like, oh, they're, they're going to fall or yeah, something. Yeah, we're just like, sit oh. on them. Yeah. yeah they're, they're right here in between the wire, right here in the front. Oh, they actually, look at this. Oh, fuck. Oh, there we go. That really just, that's not as cool now. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> put, it back, put it back on the desk. Put it back on the desk. Put it back on the desk. Redo it. Redo it. Ready? Ready? Here it was. Man, this is 20 years into this thing. We are so thankful we get a chance to chat with you. Absolutely electrifying stuff. Uh, you can follow along at Sports Rage and obviously watch at, at Sports, Sports Rage on Twitter. That's right. It's amazing to follow yeah. and watch you. You're the absolute best, man. Uh, I love you guys. Yeah! 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 Yeah!
fucking go, yo. Yeah. Right. Let's fucking go. Thank you, man. Right. Fuck. Right. Alright. <laughs> Appreciate you, Moran. Pleasure. Love you, dude. Hey, thank legend. You. Yeah. Absolute legend. Yeah. Icon. Thank you, Gabe. Appreciate you, man. Fuck. <laughs>